0: too much horror business driving late at night psycho 78 12 o'clock don't be late i said all this horror business my mirrors are black for you you don't go all right <laughs> yeah let's do let's just get started so ren doesn't turn into a pumpkin right. yeah greetings and salutations
1: my name is justin Lore. and i'm liam o'donnell and you are listening to another more human than human episode of horror business <laughs> today's episode of horror business in addition to our usual sponsor of lvac is brought to you by the tyrell corporation <laughs> that, was a, that was a joke i thought of no, <laughs> that was not, it's more it's human great. than human no it's not great it, Hey guys, so we're doing a really cool episode today. Um, we have two very wonderful, wonderful guests with us today. We have Mr. John Ren in the building, frequent Cinepunks contributor. And we also have Mr. Don Martero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know his you know his name's John, right? I know his name's
2: you know, John. I've known him for years. I have to it's really awkward when it's like Tinder and I'm hooked up through mm-hmm. my Facebook and I tell like I have to like I wait at least like three. You're like, yeah, my name's actually John. I'm my just name's John. They're just like, well, that's weird.
0: <laughs> it, it It is. So here's the thing that's actually kind of weird about it to me is that um, everyone else I know who has fake names, Facebook at some point forced them to have a real name. So no one has ever posted John enough on your wall that Facebook no. figured it out? No. I think
2: it's like one of those things where I'm like hiding in plain sight. I like that. You know, it's just like a switch around. There's a, a, a lot
1: of people that think my middle name's Pierre and I'm just going to let that lie. I I want to believe I so
0: previously my Facebook name was Liam O and someone posted uh, or my mom posted something on my wall blah 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 my son and literally she posted that the next day Facebook was like we suspect that Liam O is not your real name
2: (laughs) I don't know how I I
3: honestly don't know how I've gone this long I to a buddy of mine he's a tattoo artist and he doesn't use his last name like as his like tattooing name and they his he uses rabbit he's Tommy Rabbit on everything you go to his website for his business he's Tommy sure, Rabbit Sure. and they were someone again yeah posted his last name and like two days later it was like you have to change this and he's like well I've been using Tommy Rabbit for the last like 15 years professionally sure. and they were like give me some legal documentation that that's your name and we'll change it back and he's they like it's Facebook like come on they can't filter out fake news yeah but Tommy Rabbit but like, can't call himself I can't Tommy
2: Rabbit can be who I yeah. want to be you know yeah
0: should we do our LVAC gimmick? You can. Hey, uh, this episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. That's right. The Lehigh Valley's premier screen printing company. Uh, they do great work. Uh, if you're wondering, man, how could I find out about their awesome work? Simply go to CinePunks.com and order a shirt, mm-hmm. either a mm-hmm. CinePunks shirt or a Loud Fast Philly shirt. Those if, were printed by and LVAC. And if you don't
1: want to support CinePunks, first off, we hate you.
4: you
1: know? <laughs> Yeah. But if you don't want to go that route, you can just go to www.xlvacx.com. Chris
0: reject. is not straight edge. He is not straight edge. Damn. But that is the website. Yes. It's a it's a mystery. Let's just say it's a mystery that you will it's figure totally out on your right. own. I know
1: why it's not a mystery. He wants to. He wants to. It's all. It's all about getting at me. It's all about infuriating me. You think <laughs> it's about you? I don't know. Chris <laughs> has it out for me. I have it out for Chris. I don't want to talk about that anymore. Thanks, LVAC. We appreciate your patronage. Thanks for the buttons that I will be picking up sometime this week. That's right, we have buttons and stickers. You're the best. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode.
0: All right. Uh, So So, how do you want to get started here, man? Today's episode, um,
1: actually, have you guys done anything horror-related? Anything? Yeah, what have you seen? Have we all seen seen Get Out?
2: Yes. Uh, Yeah, Get Out was great. Oh,
0: let's talk about Get Out a little bit. Excellent movie. What do you all, all, I mean, it sounds like we're all into it, but let's talk a little bit Uh, about it. Okay. Um, I heard that you were very responsive to the film Get Out, that you were verbally responsive as you were watching it.
1: I was, yes. Uh, I mean, but that's just me. That's just how I am. Um, I like the fact that it was very like, uh, it was like on the nose without being like too overtly on the nose, I guess. Okay. Like the, okay. Scenes, the scenes where the father's like leading um, Chris to the house and he's like, yeah, it's a real privilege to sample other cultures and I was just like, okay. sure. You know, see, like sure they see yeah. that as like fucking being like woke but to someone who is kind of woke me sort of sometimes depending on what day of the week it
2: is just
0: don't say woke man I won't say woke but it's I, just
2: I,
1: not I, proper grammar
2: I
3: like that I
1: like that Childish <laughs> Gambino song
3: yeah. <laughs> I think I want to leave now <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway no but anyway I like the fact that it was it, it, it was definitely like I, I've seen a lot of criticism and it's like he was very anti-white It was very anti-white people it was like no it's poking fun at like white people who are actually deep-seatedly
3: racist and they don't even fucking realize it. yeah the subtle I've, racism i yeah. feel like anyone that hated that movie has racism in them to a degree. like yeah. if you if you walk out of that film going oh man painted white people in a bed i'm like you that's because you secretly hate like other cultures like yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Your, that's
2: your that's your deal one dude on um the one guy on rotten tomatoes gave no. it like a negative
0: review. Yeah.
2: And I was just like, well, that's probably because he's just some fucking white guy. Yeah. And then the,
3: someone was just like, that guy's black. Yeah. If, you, was, read that the, if you read the... That's re- just one guy. Yeah.
0: I think that's literally a guy being like, oh, I it's need, too many I, positive yeah, reviews. Yeah.
3: I think The, the, the reviews getting- on IMDb are, are worse. Like, the, a lot of them are... I'm like, well, that's clearly a racist person doing right. this review. Like, the IMDb ones, that's where it doesn't have 100%. And it, they're... they're if, I mean, if you feel like reading some of that trash, you can go oh. and read the IMDb reviews and they're... That's what they, they basically say. It's like, oh well, it makes not all white people like oh. I said. That, I said that in a theater next to a black couple as a joke at the end of the movie. I was like, whoa, whoa, not and they, you know it was funny. Everyone laughed, but like these people are for real. Like, oh yeah,
0: I'm like it was a movie. Like yeah, oh. I I the second so the first time I saw it was in a theater of mostly white people, except for one row of three black women who clapped at the end. No one else clapped oh, except for God. me. And as I was walking out. There were literally there were pe- white people being like, I don't know, I thought it was kind of prejudice. Someone else <laughs> was like, another dude literally said, I found it kind of predictable, and I was like, you, you're lying, right? You're literally yeah. being dishonest. <laughs> really, you there,
2: saw that coming? Yeah. The then
0: I went to see it again, and I I went to Allentown this time, yeah. and I was in a theater of, uh, mi- I would say it's actually pretty solidly mixed, but um, the folks who were African American audience were of the uh variety of people who like to respond to a movie and in some movies i that can be distracting but in a horror movie i actually fucking love it like i mean as long as the response is appropriate if someone's like making fun of it that's inappropriate but if someone's like oh shit no then i'm like that's right (laughs) that's how i'm feeling as well and uh there was a girl next to me and at one point uh i forget what happened but i just leaned next to the person next to me, I was like, oh, that's because of you know this thing. Because she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, it's because of the way. And the girl, who I don't know this person, was like, oh, shit, you write. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, man, this movie's motherfucking crazy. Yeah. And I was like,
1: all right. It's, it, it's kind of nuts. I, I And I can't believe these words are about, are about to leave my mouth. But
0: BuzzFeed did a thing on like the 22 things you didn't know about. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Uh, side it. note: Most of those I actually did pick out.
1: Oh really? See, I, the, the one that like, but only because I saw it twice. On the okay, second yeah, viewing, yeah. I was like, "Oh like, shit, What kind of stuff was? But the was reason she that. was angry with the cop wasn't
0: because she was woke. It was because she didn't want to leave a paper trail, like how she was like, "Don't show him your license. Oh, right. Shit. You don't have to do that." That wasn't see, her. This is why you got to see things. Uh, when they're when he's throwing, showing them the house. This was in the Buttsy thing, but this is something I, that I picked up. They're showing them that house, and he's like, You know, we always feel like there's a little piece of my mom in this kitchen, and she's in the kitchen. Literally, a piece uh, of their the one, mom is the in the kitchen. The one
1: that blew my mind, though, was the scene where she's eating the Fruit Loops and sipping the milk. Oh, it's they separated keep, the colors and the th- whites. To, keep this, to, to be fair, colors, yeah. in
0: an interview recently, he said that was reaching. Oh, um, really? Okay. He's like, They asked, Have you read the things? And he said, Yeah, most of those are literally things we talked about in the movie. He's like, The only one, he's like, I'll say the Fruit Loops and the milk thing is reaching. He's like, Not that I don't like it, that's cool. But I wasn't thinking about that. I just thought it was a creepy image of her eating Fruit Loops one by one and sipping milk. Because who sips milk through a straw? Fuck you. First off,
1: who Um, eats one Fruit Loop at a time? If it's chocolate, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Chocolate milk and (laughs)
2: listen, I'm not. I'm not saying that I John Martello
1: banned from Harvard. Drink milk through a straw,
2: but. I mean, how old
1: are you? If I,
0: your headline, I'm 30. if your headline is John Martello does very white thing, I yeah. don't think that's a very interesting article. I drink mayonnaise through. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I what I really thought was powerful about Get Out is not just all of the things that people are focusing on, which are good things, which is the subtle stuff, the messaging, all that stuff. But it also worked. I could see a movie. Being that interested in saying something, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, which is terrible in a podcast, and then not being a good movie. But it also works as a horror film. It's really well done. It's really tense. It's directed, I think, very well. And it all hangs together in a way that's very compelling. It also
2: works as like a really good comedy. It's like not easy to like get those funny parts in there and balance them out with like all the horror parts and stuff like that. Uh,
1: I, I, I think the one thing that, aside from the Fruit Loops and Milk, that unsettled me the most was when, um, I forget her name, the girl. She's, like, talking to his friend. Allison Williams. Allison Williams, yes. When she's talking to his friend on the phone and, like, her voice of the phone, she's like, I, he left here a couple days ago. Was he not there? And then it would cut back to her face and she was just, like, deadpan. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, that was great. That was like ki- that's kind of like a trope. Like, it was sort of like, but that was still just, like, really, like, like you're... Actually, fucking evil. And I've seen, like, in commentary, people have been like, "Well, I have a theory that her father brainwashed was like, no, 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 no. She is fucking evil. There's no brainwashing. There, she's not a puppet. Her father's not a marionette. Uh, that's what I thought was gonna. Ha- that was like me in the theater. I'm so glad they didn't do that.
2: I, I'm glad now that they didn't yeah. do that. But I'm thinking in my head, just like, you know she's oh no like you know she's it's going to be her dad who's the crazy guy and stuff
3: like that but her dad the
1: the dickhead from happy Go- or uh, billy madison
3: yes that's eric from billy Madison. i can get balls. over that ren what were you going to
0: say earlier you're about to say something that we cut you off
3: no i was going to say that the, the what i liked about the, the movie um and what like what the, the creepiness was it was kind of very um was it the uh was it the, what's that the, the stepford wives or whatever yeah yeah, like, very yeah. Much it was so. very like that but like it didn't have like the it, it wasn't like, it wasn't goofy. Like the separate right. lives are like, it's both versions. The 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 remake right. and the original had that like, it was really satirical. This one was like, no, we're just going to deliver it straight through. Yeah. And I was like, oh. So, was-
0: some of the parts that I felt like played like jokes in some ways, it was hard to laugh at because the movie was still, it. sometimes when a movie has a, something that's like a visual joke or it has like a, it, it takes away from the from the scariness it's like a, it breaks the mood which is good in some cases this movie there were times that were actually scary that then I thought about later I'm like oh, that was actually kind of funny that that happened but in the moment I was thinking was oh fuck oh, well I she's...
3: think it did a balance of even in those like funny moments they were uncomfortable right. So like the, right. whole, the oh. whole movie had with the exception of the friend that was like clearly the comic relief yeah, to like break yeah, up yeah, the tension yeah. those awkward parts were so awkward that you were like I'm uncomfortable. I'm, it's like you know, I, I would sit in my seat and be like, oh. the scene, the, the scene
1: where his girlfriend introduces him to. So I think it's like her aunt, and she just like squeezes his shoulder, and she's like,
0: "So is it true what they say? Like, I actually, like, I that I like did like. Well, if you think about it, all those people were evaluating him. I mean, that was like, no, no, no. It, but still, yeah. it was
1: still just like,
0: it know, was least, funny. Yeah. And then later on, when you think about it, and you're like, oh, her man is about to die. He's gonna bid, and she's eventually gonna have sex with this, with this physical body with her man with her husband's brain inside it was creepy but in the moment you know i didn't that that reveal hadn't happened yet so i'm like these people are fucking weird like it's like i mean not not that they're that weird because some of the things that they say i'm like oh i've heard people say that at a party with i'm amazed they didn't try out the extra muscle stereotype
1: (laughs) crap like i'm i'm shocked that didn't make an appearance
0: (sighs) it was a good movie it was great movie yeah i'm really excited to see what he does next too yeah i love that he's going to be doing a series of these um, was there anything else anyone saw that they wanted to talk about um, horror-wise? I'm trying to think. My life was dominated by Get Out. Like there was literally – I haven't yeah, had a chance had to go see anything,
3: anything else. Um, no, horror, no, no. I mean, we saw Logan, but that wasn't a horror movie. Yeah, we can't talk about that.
0: I mean, we can. Was Logan good? Is it good? Oh, yeah, Logan was awesome. It's
3: fantastic. It was like the Marvel version of like The Road. Like yeah. you just knew that there was like this inevitable doom – the whole Shit. time
2: like I'm, I need to see it
1: th- I like legitimately feel bad for the kids that were brought in that theater you're 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 not the you're not the first i I've read that like there are people who like I think Mark Wade on Twitter was just like, don't take your children to see this not because it's like sexually explicit not like no. that because like children don't need to be exposed it's
2: not even the violence or the you know there's boobs in it. Are there boobs? There are boobs. Yes, like w- one one set of boobies.
0: All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on, please. Yes, <laughs> yes. We went from talking about how woke lore is to all of us being like boobs in the movie. Hey, man, <laughs> I I got nothing. Is that <laughs> going to be your next podcast? Woke boobs. <laughs> woke boob boobs. Sleepy boobies. Uh, but it's the you're saying it's the atmosphere. Kids don't need to see a Stark film like
2: it, that. It is just. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't want to say anything without without ruining it. For well, I, multiple I just, times. I will say this. Uh, multiple locations, multiple times a day, the Alamo Draft House has been tweeting at, or posting on Facebook. Just a reminder, parents, Logan is not for children. Do not bring your children to see Logan. That's like partially why they called it that, too. They called it, instead of calling it like a
2: Wolverine, you know, end of days, they called it Logan. Right. You know, like, because they thought that would... You know, parents wouldn't bring their kids because well, of, oh, but oh, it's not okay.
3: parents we, are stupid. We had Control. parents. I had pa- yeah. I had parents walk out with their three. One mom brought their three three kids. They're probably all like ten. They walked out. Sure. In the, they walked out during the opening scene. Like they got through. Like I'm I'm sure you've read. It's 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 all over the internet. But the Deadpool spoilers first, and once you get pet like that, is even like okay, it's Deadpool. Like we know what Deadpool brings to the table with sure. as far as like gratuity. Yeah, and then. The first scene of the movie, if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but the first scene of the movie is pretty vicious. like The opening's vicious, and they were like, well, let's get out of here. It and they says left says
2: fuck like a million times. Cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's I a- guess we're going to go see Logan. Yeah, yeah you guys should I see
0: mean, I mean, I always really wanted to see it, but I've got a baby. I'm I,
2: I will make this scene. This I'll say this. I think it's the best X-Men movie.
3: Oh, it's definitely the best X-Men Period. movie. Yeah. Like,
0: that's, that's uh, Is that really that big an accomplishment? Yeah, no, yes. but...
3: But I think it. Tra- I think its accomplishment is it transcends okay. from a uh, comic book movie to like a real movie that just happens to have a mutant in it. Like it's more than just a comic book movie. Like if you yeah. look at the Marvel movies, with the exception of maybe like the Winter Soldier, yeah. they're all like comic booky. Um, this one wasn't. This was. This is gritty. Like I said, like it has that ominous atmosphere of the of the road where you know right. something bad's going to happen. Like everyone, you don't need to see the movie. You know what happens at the end to it to an extent. You know you know you know these bad things are coming because even the trailer with Johnny Cash is hurt like you're like this is this is going to be a dark movie and
1: it's based on it's loosely based on Old Man Logan. Yes.
3: I heard it's like
2: very loose like I haven't heard there's be no, the, 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 Logan. No, it's 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 I've never read it but you I need to read I, that.
3: Yeah, I'll read it. No, I'll other your, other, other than his decision, his situation with like how yeah. his body's reacting to certain yeah. like things, it's it's a completely different cool. because I would have loved to see there was a specific scene and after you guys have seen it I'll we'll, we'll talk about it but there's a specific scene that I wish they included in this movie that they didn't but I like what how they did it anyway Was it a scene from
1: the the book?
3: No, they oh, didn't oh. do it. They didn't okay. do it, but I wish they did. Okay. And but what they did for the movie was still just as like mm, like it, it still gets you.
0: So this is also not horror related no. but I'm thinking of it because we're talking about Logan. Have y'all been watching that show Legion? Ooh. Yeah, I haven't. Oh.
2: That the last ep I need to rewatch the last episode because I had no fucking clue. Like I knew he was in some kind of (laughs) astral plane.
0: Legion is similarly related to comic to a comic book, but not based off a comic book and to me, is nothing like any comic book thing I've ever seen before. It's the most out of the
2: box comic book thing I've ever. I mean, it's on it, it,
0: it's done in such a way that's literally like, okay, so Legion has mental powers, mm-hmm. and so rather than make those like you know, if you're watching a mutant thing and someone does something with their mind, either you see nothing, or there's like weird like you, sometimes with telekinesis there'll be like waves or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
1: or the Psylocke butterfly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. With Legion, it's like, what if? we just abstractly through sort of a like a weird film technique show you what's happening with him okay so like let's just freeze frame and do something weird or let's just have strange stuff in the background and you know anyone who's familiar with legion from the comic books the whole idea is is legion actually insane or is it like his powers are so which personality is in charge like yeah well so they've sort of abandoned the personality oh, have, okay. thing but maybe not. Have they? Because there's that the fat dude. With I don't them. want. Let's not give. Let's not give anything away. I'll give
2: anyway. Sorry, sorry. The point
0: is, is that Legion doesn't in this version, David doesn't know he has powers. Gotcha. He's just in a mental home. Okay. Stuff happens. That's okay. pretty clear. He does have powers. A team of mutants, all of which original, none of which from the comics, Ooh. save him, and they're like, "You're not crazy. You have powers." And now at episode four, they're about to have episode five. You're kind of at the point where it's like. It could be both. It could be that the powers are making his crazy worse. It could be that he's not crazy. His powers are just fucked up. It could be that an alien life form is living inside. You don't know. And the way that they show you that you don't know is like layer upon layer of weird. I like that. And it's really cool so far. Cool.
2: Also, Audrey Plaza is fucking great. Mm-hmm. She's, she's a nutcase, man. Plays a great nutcase. Yeah.
0: Is it Audrey or Aubrey? I don't... I
1: think it's Aubrey. Did I say Audrey?
0: Yeah, it's Aubrey, I think. Mm. So, Aubrey
3: Plaza, if you're Aubrey listening. Aubrey Plaza. We're sorry. Okay.
1: Come
0: to butthead. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure she doesn't, doesn't care.
1: <laughs> so, it's funny that John had said earlier that there was an excessive use of the word fuck in Logan, <laughs> which leads us perfectly into
4: this, <laughs> into perfect this episode's topic. Yeah, That's a great Today, segue. we are
1: going to discuss the works of one... Robert T-S-J the real last name S Robert S- J <laughs> T Zombie Robert T Zombie not the Bobby Z who was in the revolution mind you That was good that, that was, was good good reference yeah, good yeah, reference. Was good, yeah. um so yeah, we're going to be talking about the works of Rob Zombie um n- his movies obviously um we have a pretty divisive group here i think we all have some pretty yeah mixed multicultural uh, no, not, what the hell am I talking about? A lot of mixed opinions of the works of Rob Zombie. Um, and we're going to be digging deep. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna reach in, and we're going to fucking pull out the bones and shine lights on them, and we're going to dissect those bones, and we're going to get to the bottom of Rob Zombie's catalog. I put forth my thesis on Rob Zombie as a thesis I have similar to one Eli Roth. I think that deep down inside of him, Rob Zombie is an excellent filmmaker with an ability to make excellent films. That does not mean I think he makes excellent films, but I think that he can. That is my thesis. That's interesting. It is.
2: I partially agree with you. Yes. Only based off one movie,
1: though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is that movie, and I think at least 3 of us i don't know where ren stands on this
0: no he's anti he's, anti. We'll, he's get we'll, we'll get there we'll get there yeah, yeah.
1: so you want to take a, just a quick break and then we'll do a
0: quick break and, and then, then we'll come gonna, back and we'll dive in we're going to dive in i guess we'll talk about yeah yeah we'll 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 dive in when we get
1: back so stay tuned for more chillerama what <laughs> it's Wait, like a rob what? zombie thing rob no rob zombie always oh, has yes. things like yeah. you know the, you
5: know Whenever you're ready. Hey, it's Bill Mosley, and you're listening to Horror Business.
4: <laughs> Howdy,
5: folks. You like blood, violence, and freaks of nature? On a stormy Halloween night, four young people set out across the back roads of America. What's that? It's a hitchhiker. What, should we stop? We can't leave it right here in the rain. In search of a mysterious figure known only as Dr. Satan. you know anything about the legend of Dr. Satan? Yeah, I can show you. Dr. Satan! Ah, Dr. Satan! What they uncovered. Ah! No, you ain't seen nothing yet is the most horrifying and shocking tale of carnage ever seen. Well, I bet you'd stick your head in the fire if I told you you could see hell. You seen this girl? Yeah, they wanted to play Nancy Drew with this local legend that people call Dr. Satan. Stupid kids probably got themselves lost. Let's get out of this nut house. The boogeyman is real. And you found him. Don't kill us. From director Rob Zombie comes a journey into hell. This can't
3: be real. This
4: can't be real. This
5: can't be real. House of a Thousand Corpses. Hope you like what you see!
1: And we are back Alright, so today, tonight, whatever Whenever you're hearing this We are talking about the works of Rob Zombie um, He's a very divisive figure, I think um, Unless you go on Letterbox, And a lot of people like him on Letterboxd um, So before I go on I just want to ask, ask you guys Is anyone here, I th- suspect Mr. Wren is Anyone here like a, like a white zombie?
3: Oh, that's my be-all end-all Like, I will, I will kill someone For a white zombie reunion Cool like, that's my. Never got into really? it. Really? I went that out to Riot not. Fest to watch him and his new band play Asher Creep. Like, that's awesome. I was like, I'm going out to Chicago for one day. And I, w- I got up front. I was like, there was like only one person between me and the gate. I was fucking high fiving people. I was headbanging. I, was saying, I, I turned into a 13 year old as soon as the sound clip for Electric had played. Also. So that's my band. So, yes, I will defend his music to the death. Oh, even, yeah. even his new stuff, like I like Rob Zombie stuff. Like he has two albums. I'm like, yeah, but like I'll defend his even his solo stuff. Yeah, this but, is so amazing
0: to me. But we don't, and I don't mean but amazing, like I didn't know he was going to say that. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, yeah. I know all this about him, and every time he says it, I go, "That's it. I can't believe it. It's crazy." That's <laughs> and this is this is a gentleman who I know has paid money to see Guar more times than I think. I, I I'm up think, to I'm uh, up to 37. I don't think anyone has seen Guar <laughs> as much times. as you, who 37? wasn't in the band
3: Guar. Maybe, maybe and Brian yet, Yen. maybe yet, Brian Yen. And
0: yet, that is less impressive to me than <laughs> your love for White Zombie, which is like to me like rational. You know, like your love for Guar is rational compared to the White Zombie thing. And <laughs> I, I, this is what I, this is what I say. People have defended White Zombie to me, and brought up like the early, early stuff, like some of the first stuff, and I heard it. And it's okay. Like, I mean, you know, it's fine. And then the first album, it's fine. But, like, I, I can't get into it, and I don't – it's, like, something, like, musically I don't understand. Well,
3: honestly, like, I don't. think – and I say this all the time. Like, people are like, why wait on me? I was like, it's a total time and place. Like, if Astro Creep came out today, I would hate it. Sure, like, there was sure, no, sure, there was sure, no sure, way sure. I would like it. But when I was 11 years old, and my cousin gave me a copy of Les oh god, that was, like – That was it like I heard it was like hearing the fucking white album like that was my and since then like I I drank the Kool-Aid like immediately
1: Yeah, I I remember when they broke up and it was like a big deal when he was doing like a solo album and uh, I actually bought Hellbilly Deluxe shortly after it came out and uh, I was really excited because there's a song on there called Living Dead Girl and I thought it was about like Night of the Living Dead Even though it's just you know
3: about him being like a weirdo. Yeah, what is the song about? I don't know. Well, most of his songs aren't about anything. Like he used to pride himself on the fact that his songs were about images. They weren't about like, like they didn't have a beginning middle end, like, or have like a, an overall like idea. Like they didn't say like a message. They were always about images. He always wanted to have you listen to his lyrics and like, go off into like some trippy like nightmare like that was always his point mm. so like none of his songs are about i mean i think like living Girl. i think any of the girl yeah. songs in his new like his solo project is strictly so he can put sherry moon in a in a video
2: like i think that's <laughs> yeah. the only reason that they <laughs> exist that's why he makes movies too yes. yeah. i was gonna
0: say i think you just also described his scripts yeah which yeah. Is, yeah by the way uh far less impressive than his songs which i think are actually way superior to all of his scripts but so yeah. let's
1: let's let's dive right into it. We're, we're going to do it chronologically. We'll start with uh, House of a Thousand Corpses.
3: Um, it was. H-
0: how many of you saw this movie when it first came out? Um, uh, I,
3: saw I, s- I saw it illegally when it was still had the like Universal like pictures sure. like like yeah. emblem like watermark on it, and it was different than what came out in the theaters. If you remember when the. Um, the Exorcist, like, the version you never saw, like, yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they right. showed a trailer for it, and it was, like, just someone digging a grave. And it was, like, there was, like, all these graves. Like, that was the teaser for it. It just said, Rob Zombie's House of I a Thousand that, Corpses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I was like, easy. what the fuck is this? So, like, I went on, like, Share Bear or whatever the hell, like, the illegal, like, service thing was, and I found it. There was, like, a screener that leaked. And there's about twenty mic- minutes that are, and he zombie even says like he's like yeah they exist. The tw- there's twenty minutes in that movie that I saw that never made the final cut. N- it's not on the DVD. It's not on the Blu-ray. And zombie's really like shit. zombie's like I don't know if I'll ever put it in there. And I'm like that's crazy. You should put that in there because there's certain things that were in the theatrical version that I was like well they were like what the fuck is that thing like when she gets low when they lower the casket down and all of a sudden there's like weird like zombies or whatever the hell like come out and like tear the casket apart and like steal the one friend like you see more of them. They like chase her down the hallway. There's like more of that, that there's not, you see mermaid man or whatever the fuck they called uh rain Wilson's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you see him, you see more of like, they, they kind of spliced it in a little bit in the background. Like there's like all those like trippy images in the background of like him torturing rain Wilson. But sure. you see like, like he filmed the whole scene of him, like killing him. Right. So there, there was more to the movie. It was definitely more visceral. And maybe that's why it never got like put out. Cause it was, it probably would have made the movie NC 17, hmm. but there was totally like a, a, a leaked version. And now I tell everyone this, I'm like, go on the fucking torrents and try to find it. And apparently it's like, it's gone. Like no one, it's it's like one of those like mysteries. It's like, yeah, it was on there. I have friends that have seen it, that watched it with me. And we're like, yeah, I never, I can't find it. Like I can't find it anymore. It's like, it, it vanished from the it's internet. It's like
2: some crazy Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know what the Mandela Effect is? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. yeah. I was, I was,
0: I was giving you a look because I was trying to come up with the best reference to um, Sinbad in the in the in Shazam the Shazam yeah. that I could come up with, and I couldn't come up with one. But, yeah, okay. um, I, <laughs> it's, but uh, okay, let's talk about this. What do you guys? I mean, okay, let me just start off saying I don't know about how you feel, but when I first saw this movie, I thought it was great. I didn't like it when I first saw it. I still don't I like it. Oh, I saw it back in the theater it. and I was into it. I
1: was so into it. I think watching it now, I, there, there, there are parts of it that I like. There, there are parts of that have grown on me. Um, and A even says in my notes, like one of the pros I gave is it definitely gets an A for effort. Um, it's sort of like I understand what he was going for. Um, and I understand what he was trying to achieve. I just don't quite think he gets there. It's like I've, I could
2: compare it to like an Ed Wood thing where you can tell that he like generally loves what he's doing. That's
1: exactly. Yeah. But.
2: God, his wife is so annoying, man. Well, like that's that's she cannot act. That's like.
1: that's the thing I've, I've said about Rob Zombie is like it's that's that's part of like my thesis behind it is like you hear interviews with that guy. He seems like super down to earth, super. He knows his shit when it comes to horror movies like that dude has forgotten more about horror movies than I'll ever know. Yeah, and it's like so when when he's making this it's like I I know what he's going for and I know that it's like it's like a legitimate homage to like you know exploitation flicks but it's just it just it, it's almost like it's like this is like this movie was the first one where I, I just hate the forced like colloquialism if I'm even saying that right like the whole oh like, god the Rob Zombie similes you mean? yeah just like you know
2: Oh, okay. That's through every one of his it movies is, too
1: It's uh, not Lords of Salem <laughs> No yeah not Lords of Salem
2: But it's like right.
1: it's like one of those things where he's just like Well you know like if you had gone this way You would be alive right now And if my uncle Jack had tits he'd be my aunt Jackie Like yeah It's like insane shit like that
2: You know It's colder than a bitch's tits In a TGI Friday's freezer Or something like that Yeah, like, It's like who the fuck says that Wait you've like, never said that <laughs> not that I've used I've, usually I
3: right. think his like I, I for for House of and Corpses it was a clear homage to Texas Angel Massacre like, yeah, right? yeah, it yeah, yeah. Through. but it was more caricature like where because let's be real here and I, and I was thinking about this like on the way up like something like House of Thousand Corpses and even the, the next one we'll talk about Devil's Rejects like the acting in those movies are atrocious but if you look at Texas Exchange Massacre which is a movie that's near and dear to my heart the acting's terrible like they're they're I, they're it's similar to that. Like, there's no difference to me with the acting because some people are like, "Well, this this was a shitty exploitation because the acting was terrible." I'm like, let's go look at like Last House on the Left. Like, that was terrible. It's, like, the acting in that movie is awful. Oh, I great, like great, the acting. No, in last of the no, movie. it's a great, great movie, but I won't defend the acting. Like, I think the story. Yeah. But the thing is, the difference between his movie and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just had that like ominous feel. Like House of 1000 Corpses never had it because everybody, every character, so zany. Like they're so different, and like Otis is like this, you know, he's like a sadist, and uh, what's her baby? Baby, yeah. yeah. She she's all like making noises and like laughing giddy and like so. I don't have a
0: problem with the characters per se.
1: I do like the grandfather. I'll go out in the front and say his stand up routine. I'm with Chris Hardwick when he's like laughing his ass off. (laughs) His fucking stand up is the best.
0: You're a crazy person, but okay. So (laughs) with House of a Thousand Corpses, my actual problem with it, which is immediately changes with devil's rejects i think i i dislike these movies for two different reasons i actually really think the filmmaking in house of a thousand corpses is, is i mean side note the the number one problem with every single one of these movies is the script
4: oh he's talking um, about it I,
0: and i think we can address that i don't even really want to talk about the scripts till we get to uh lords of salem because i think obviously they're there's the least amount of talking, so that's why I think... Yeah, 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 yeah. But but, uh, just thinking about the filmmaking, in House of a Thousand Corpses, there's a number of sequences that I will call the Rob Zombie video effect. So remember Rob Zombie videos? There'd always be these weird, like, zoom in and zoom out and color filters and slow motion parts, mostly of Sherry Moon dancing. That's his theme. But other stuff, too, than pretending to drive in a car or whatever. He uses that effect... In a way that he doesn't in any of the other films in *House of a Thousand Corpses*. That's what, yeah. For dramatic scenes, and for whatever reason, on this viewing, whereas I found that I don't know interesting or charming the first time I saw it, which I saw it in the theater. On this viewing, it made me fucking mad, and I think it's the only time, um, and I've only this is the only time I've seen it since it was in the theater. I really disliked it. It was it was it was at a level of the quality of filmmaking. Whereas, yes. I agree that the performances are all terrible, and Sherry's particularly annoying in this one. Um, I fucking love Sid Haig in this one. I, as I oh, was Sid watching Hague it, I is, was like, "Sid Haig is, is, the is saving grace. so charming in it." Yeah. And even fucking um, Otis is uh, the guy who does our horror <laughs> business. Bill Mosley. Bill, <laughs> Bill Mosley. Even Bill Mosley in it, he's annoying, but yeah, I, but that's, I like it. Like I, I'm actually okay and. Chris Hardwick is the fucking worst. Even Rain Wilson is not really great. They all work for me. I think I I, Tom I, I, don't, awesome. I don't have a problem with the goofy characters. But watching the film is annoying in a way that is so distinct from Devil's Rejects. Because um, I think just visually, Devil's Rejects is actually, um, and not the camera work, but the coloring and some of the shots is actually a visually impressive movie. It actually kind of like is interesting. So like I watch these back to back and I was like, man, I just don't like the quality of House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, even though I also there's other things I don't like. I think it's kind yeah. of silly. I will and say it's th- never scary, whatever, whatever. I just don't like the way it's made. Whereas Devil's Rejects, I kind of feel the opposite. Like, I think I don't know. I know we're not talking about Devil's Rejects, yes, but this is how I thought about them because I watched them back to back. Whereas in Devil's Rejects, I find Sid, ha- Sid Haig playing the same fucking character annoying and frustrating and not interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, somehow taking Otis from a guy who just rambles and says crazy shit in House of a Thousand Corpses to like sort of like a coherent—he's a coherent human. Yeah. In Devil's Reach, he's almost like too normal. He's and, like normal and yeah. awful, and I don't. It's almost like I wish he was like the rambling weirdo from the first movie. But in some that's ways.
2: one of my kind of problems is with Bill Mosley is that it's like a tribute to Texas Chainsaw, but he's like way too close, not even just like by appearance.
1: But I mean, you just hear his voice and you think a chop top. I think right. I, I, I think in, in, in House of a Thousand Corpses, it's way too close to the chop top. And I think yeah. that's why it doesn't.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I guess that's fair. I don't like actually, actually as but I get on my nerves. But OK,
1: let me, let me let if we're talking in terms of chop top. Uh Otis Driftwood in House of a Thousand Corpses is chop top after Leatherface makes an appearance. He's like a jade. Otis Driftwood off. in Devil's Rejects is chop top when he's first talking and he's like, Yeah, exit. E X I T. spells exit. And he's like talking and he's really fucking creepy. Like yeah. and he's actually threatening. But in just House of a Thousand Corpses, it's just like
0: it, it the the characters, it's it's just like to be I, fair, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm being negative on it because I think that um, I was surprised how much I didn't like it. Because prior to this, I, I saw it in the theater, and I enjoyed it. And I kind of saw uh, Rob Zombie's career differently at that point, where I kind of was like into those first two movies. Yeah, or yeah. And then rewatching it, I didn't enjoy it. But now that I've watched in preparation for this... Basically, almost all of us. I guess I even watched the cartoon, but I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, but I didn't watch. I actually, and we'll get there. I never. I didn't get to 31. I (laughs) I dropped off at Lords of Salem, and then I was like, uh, I'm going to squeeze in 31. I couldn't get there. But but for House of a Thousand Corpses, it's actually still, even though I think it's made badly in a way that I find frustrating, it's still... Somewhat enjoyable. I didn't hate the experience. like watching it. Like I didn't like it as much as I used to, but I didn't think, what a f-. if he had ended with House for the Corpses? I think House of the Corpses. I think we would be like, yo, remember that time Rob Zombie made a movie? This is all right. He did okay. See, I, I could put it on at a party and be like, hey, it's on." House of a Thousand Corpses, everybody. Yeah, it's yeah. It's stuff happens. It's fine. You well, know.
3: Uh, my my feeling for that is, and like I, I said, I'll defend his uh, music, not his movies. For House of a Thousand Corpses, I think it's a weak one. Yeah. It's it's not. It's one of the two that I'll legitimately back. Um, putting it on. Even recently, which is the first time I watched it in like a couple of years, uh, because if if I go to one, if if I'm like, oh, I got one, want to watch a Rob Zombie movie, I'll put on Devil's Rejects, um, House of 1000 Corpses for me. I look at it, and for some reason, I'm able to, and it's the same thing when I watch a, 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 any horror movie. I can take myself out of my normal self and. Kind of place myself when it was had. And I look at it as this is his first time he had a budget. This is the first time he did anything longer than four minutes, you know, for one of his music videos. It, it in a way, it kind of was his a music video. As you said, like when he did all the weird filters, it was an hour and a half music video minus yeah, very the music. Much so. That's a minus, minus the music, which for, for whatever reason, I, I look at it, I'm like all right, it's his first go. Like I'm not gonna. Uh, maybe it's because I I don't judge it as harshly because it was his first. Like Rob, like you're sophomore. Let's see what you can do. You know, if if you screw that up, then okay, maybe you're heading in the wrong direction. But I think his first movie, like I can watch it. Maybe it's because of the visuals. Maybe it's you know because it's so crazy and it's it's a movie that you don't have to think about because, rah, I mean, it's all white. You know, it's it's white trash crazy characters that say things that don't make any sense in any context so you don't have to like you can just put it on walk out make a sandwich come back and you can hear the
0: I feel like this is also and again I'm not trying to get into Devil's Rejects yet which I think is going to movie we really argue about but um, I actually think Sherry in some ways works as being really annoying in House of a Thousand Corpses in a way that doesn't work as well for me in Devil's Rejects and certainly doesn't work when she's supposed to be fucking Michael Myers mother and that that, that doesn't work at all but like in house of thousands of corpses even though it's like i grit my teeth every time she's on camera isn't that the goddamn point like that's well here's here's the thing
1: about her the one the one scene i will i will go to bat because i i really don't enjoy her in this movie but the one scene i do think she's like good at is this the the red hot pussy liquor scene where she's in like a liquor store and she's like talking to the guy and uh He's like so amazed at this like beautiful woman's talking to him and he's like buying into her bullshit and then she's like kind of impressed that he's like buying into her bullshit so he he's he's like you guys going to get fucked up and she's like yeah we're going to get fucked up and do fucked up shit and she's like I'm getting away with this right now I'm like buying all this fucking shit and this fucking idiot doesn't suspect a thing like it, it, it it's she's like a likable character in that scene and likewise when she's talking to Rain Wilson in the beginning when they're like sitting in the couch like she's actually just being a person And she's fine at just being a person. It's when she's like, can you guess my favorite movie star? And it just, it takes it from, like, like I understand that she's supposed to be abrasive, but she's, it's too fucking much. Can I say this, is that (laughs) I think that, like,
2: it has a lot to do that... Rob Zombie and Sherry Moon are, like, so in love with each other. It's a beautiful thing. So so It's a beautiful thing. Where, you know, she's just like, how was that, babe? And he's like, oh, it was great, babe.
0: I love it. I love the relationship. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah, but it forces me to have to (laughs) deal with these fucking movies. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which, again, this first one, I'm kind of like, eh, his wife's in it. You know, yeah. Sid Hague's in it, uh, fucking Bill Mosley. Like, good for you. You got a bunch of people together you like. Yeah, yeah. You put them in a shitty music Tom video. in it? Come on, man. I mean, I, I don't love it. You know, and it, it, I don't know why I liked it more when it was in the theater and what is. So there's a, uh, but, okay, cool, whatever. You did the thing. Can we transition to Devil's Rejects now? Because I'm, I'm gonna have can I this.
2: Say, fight. Can I say that I do? You can, do drink I, milk through a straw. I do drink milk. No, that's not true. I will. <laughs> I, that's fake news. <laughs> Sad. Uh no the um I do kind of love the last shot of the movie. Oh really? That like zoom out shot where he shoots the dude. Yeah. That
1: I I don't know. Oh where 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 he kills the the, the
0: he cop.
2: kills the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's not the last
3: shot I, of the movie, isn't it? No. no last that's shot's like, in the movie when she jumps in the car with with uh. Sid Hague. With, with Sid Haig, and it's revealed that and Moses they're like, in the back. They're okay, in, in well, water. I mean,
1: the, but that's like at the oh end. no, the sh-
0: where he kills. Okay, no, I'm on board with you on this. That is because you know so long, about it's Zoom, long and drawn out. Yeah, yeah, zooms yeah. Out for After ever. I don't, I again every time he gets fancy in this movie, I don't like it. That's I don't think he does it right. I'm, I'm it. Actually, and that's another scene I don't. I'm not that's into. Th-
2: that is like because like his style.
1: It is just like so much like unnecessary shaky cam. It's so idiocentric and like impulsive and like instant gratification that it, it, it's like literally like 30 seconds, which doesn't sound like yeah. much, but watch a shot that lasts longer than 10 seconds in any Rob Zombie movie. And it's like you keep, and it just pulls out and then it stops and it's there for about 10 seconds and then he fucking shoots him. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It, it,
2: it, I, I think if he directed the whole movie like that, it would have been way
0: better. He did. It's called The Devil's Rejects
2: oh my okay. god
0: don't even this is, <laughs> maybe we're about to get into why so uh, but I will say I, I highlighted it because we know it's a problem in all these movies but but what's weird to me is the script mistakes he makes in, in House of a Thousand Corpses where people everyone is abrasive no one talks like a real human talks and in a way the, the sometimes the dialogue feels like he got really high with Sherry and they just insulted each other jokingly and then yeah. they put that in the script like, well, you're a fucking cocker cock. Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck cock, pussy. Suck my put, fucking that in, cock, put that in about the pussy and the cock. Cocker cock. Like, that's, that's how it feels to me. Cocker cock. The problem yeah. is that it, if <laughs> cock you cock. watch these as we did in a row, which probably no human would. Uh, I did in one day. Yeah. That's... No changes happened to the scripts. No, Like no. he's writing the same way years later. It's, it's Some of the lines you're like, Didn't you write that for House of? Isn't that something someone already said in House of a Thousand? I feel like he stopped
3: with that pretty early though. Like, because if you think like he once he once the Halloween, which is you know a couple movies down the line, but once he gets through his prequel part of all like the the why Michael's crazy, once he gets to like the actual Halloween remake part of the remake, I think his dialogue like on a dime changes there's a like couple he lines has no he has a couple yeah. there's there's a couple but it's not it's not nearly as bad be- the first half everything that william foresight says in that first half of that movie is, fu- is, is fucked up word yeah. that yeah. comes out of his mouth yeah. because, like and, and it's you're holy. like no you're like there isn't a person that doesn't live in alabama that talks like this like it's just not a thing and i think once it goes to okay now we're gonna do halloween we're gonna do like the Lori Strode story it's it drastically changes because now, he, now. But I think he was forced to because now, now he's remaking Carpenter. Now, at that moment, he was like, "I'm doing Carpenter. I can't. I, go, the, I can't the, do too crazy." The
0: couple scene in the Stro- in the uh, Myers house is as painful as anything in House of the Thousand. Well, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, we'll, let's go yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Devil's Rejects. No, okay, yeah. so, so, this, I'm, so I'm, I'm I'm turning the page. So, so this is my feeling on this, and I, and you guys can go with all the reasons you love it. I had the most negative experience of this entire thing with Devil's Rejects. What was it? Really? That's crazy. Here's why. I expected to hate Halloween, and I was not let down. And I will say, at least least to Lords of Salem, Halloween is the worst movie that he has, even including the shitty cartoon. Halloween is, for me, the worst movie he's made. But the reason I had the most negative experience with Devil's Rejects is, and you've seen me have this conversation on Twitter, Prior to this, I would have said Devil's Rejects was tied with Lords of Salem as his best movie. And Lords of Salem, I watched before now. I rewatched it for this. But before now, I watched it in the middle of the night. Sick to my stomach in Austin, Texas, in a hotel room, is how I watched Lords of Salem. So part of me kind of said, I have really good memories of Lords of Salem, but I could be wrong because I was really fucked up. Like I was sick out of my mind. So maybe I actually hate this movie and I just, at the time, liked it. Um, And I, I can confirm that it's not the case. But so that was always kind of iffy. Whereas Devil's Rejects, I remember going, not excited, but a little bit excited, having this like weird experience where everyone I knew kind of hated it and was like, it's so awful. It's so awful. And then, um, seeing it myself and saying, everyone's wrong. It's actually pretty good. And then this time, rewatching it, I fucking hated it. I hated it, I hated it, I hated it. But I get the feeling everyone else likes it, so I want to give you all a chance to talk about it. Okay, so here's, let me
1: write down my pros for this movie. Pro number one, Bill Mosley. Pro number two, better acting overall except for Sherry. Uh, I think there's actual characters in this movie. Um, They're even 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 sherry kind of develops like you know as as a character sherry baby develops as a character um i like that there's there's like a drama with like william Forsyth avenging his 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 brother and it feels like an actual movie like devil's rejects or uh, house of 1000 corpses just feels like ren said like an extended music video this actually feels like a movie there's a plot that's carrying it along there's multiple characters multiple motivations um I don't love this movie, but I, I think it's a vast improvement over House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, and I also think that there's, there's, there's not so much forced, corny-ass, folksy bullshit. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, like, you know, you, you're in a real cabal, you're just a city, in a, in a hat. Like, that's less insane Rob Zombie talk that only exists in a Rob Zombie movie, and more, that's what an actual crazy person from the country would say. Like, they would call, oh, you think you like Garth Brooks? You think you're actual country? You're just some that wearing a hat. Like, you you ain't real country. Um, that being said, uh, the fucking tutti-fucking-fruity scene, I'm not convinced that that was actually in the movie. I think that that was actually just Sid Haig and Sherry Moon Zombie trying to tell Bill Mosey they want ice cream, and Bill Moose is like, shut the fuck up! That was just him actually yelling at them. And they were just like, keep that in the fucking movie. We're gonna use that as Otis yelling at them. Like, there's 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 some shit that's like too over the top. Like the and it's all it all like Sherry's like Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, like there's these like forced, twisted moments, like look how fucked up we are. Like it's a cool there's the cool imagery of the girl running out with her boyfriend's face on And that's neat, but they fucking did the same thing. He did the same thing in 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 House of a Thousand Corpses, and you could argue that it's just like an improvement over that. But it's again, it's just something else that he already did. Um, What the fuck? And and then him writing Devil's Rejects in the blood. I thought that was like super fucking corny. Fuck you. Yeah, like it's just all this shit that's like you don't need to do that. Like I wish there was more. I, I don't think the character of William Forsythe was wasted cuz I do think his story was really cool and I like the way it ended. I like that I I will say that was like a I didn't see it coming the way his arc wraps up and I I do like the fact that Rob Zombie went that way. Um and also I think that the uh when he fucking freaks out on that guy for the Elvis Aaron Presley, that's basically me anytime. Yeah. Anytime says so I don't like Prince. I'm like "What oh, the, the
3: fuck f- did you on, just say?" On like a- Fuck Grouch. Fake Jean Shallot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The
2: fake Jean. Well, that was just. That part pissed me off because he was. Because that is obviously him, like. Saying fuck you to Film Chris. Fuck you, Film Chris. Because I don't know if you've ever seen. uh, What's it? Lady in the Water. Yeah, it is. There's that one scene in Lady in the Water where it's literally the guy reading. Like reviews of, of, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, it's like how,
1: it's like, it's how know. the gremlins killed, uh, what's his face? Uh, Leonard, uh, Leonard Malton yeah. Gremlins yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that uh, was, uh, that was kind of great. And, I'm not gonna and, uh, but I think the worst thing about this movie, um, I mean, aside from the, the, the there's, I know a lot of people don't like it because of the scene where, uh, Mosley, um, the thing with the gun where he like sexually assaults her, and even, like, I, I I actually watched the making of it today, and even him and Sherry Moon were just like, yeah, m- making that scene was, like, rough. Like, Sherry Moon was, like, I was crying when they were making it, and mostly was like, I was just bummed out, man. I was like, Rob, why are you making me do this? This is bumming me out. The <laughs> worst thing, that's exactly what he said. That's that's how rape makes him feel. It sounds yeah, exactly bums him out. A, Yeah, yeah. I'm just bummed out. This
0: is kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah, it's kind it's of a, a bummer. Out. The worst thing, the fucking ending of this movie is so saccharine and fucking corny oh, and like dude, can we talk about how his like
2: the entire soundtracks of all his movies play out like WMMR not Lords of Salem except Lords of Salem <laughs> yeah we'll keep saying except yeah. Lords of Salem no there's I don't, I don't there's think that's no, no, I, I, I don't think there.
0: that's necessarily true about H2 either but we, we'll get there because what's weird about H2 is um the random punk songs in it like oh, yeah. very true very the, the true dude,
2: there's the grandly the to the void. rockabilly band
0: yeah but the one guy's randomly listening to void in his car that's not no one you know what i mean like sometimes we hear a piece of music in someone's car you're like oh they just picked a random loud song no one picks a void b-side yeah unintentionally especially not rob zombie like he literally was like yeah we're putting this car why? For what? Uh, we'll, okay, we'll get we'll get there, but, uh, we'll get, there. Yeah, we'll we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. I feel like John. You like this movie? I yeah, I more, I, you, I, you, I, yeah,
3: I do. I legitimately back it. Like it's let's, the one. It's the one. I it. it's the one I will go back to. To me, it's it's it. It, it was a good exploitation film. Like I didn't find anything like I've, I movies I've cited before, like uh, Last House on the Left, or even something like um, The Hills Have Eyes. Like stuff that's like exploitation. It, to me, it seemed. No different than that. Like again, you go back to the acting. Like I think a lot of his shots, he made it look like a, like you didn't know what time it was in. Like yeah, yeah, was you it, don't was know it, where was it it's now at. or was it the seventy? Like when the fuck? When did this movie happen? Um, I liked all that. I I think William Force. I like I love, the the sheriff's storyline. I think that that storyline was yeah. great. Like getting the revenge. I also, I I don't like. Rob has this way of making bad guys win. Like that's his thing. It's like, oh I'm always gonna let the bad guy win. And he does it throughout all of his films. Um that was the one thing I didn't like is that they were like, Oh, you know, the bad guys uh like the bad guys won in House of Thousand Corpses, they basically won in Devil's Rejects. That's that's my one knock is like, come on, like let's but I mean he did kill them with like a hail of gunfire. He gave them like their glory, but I do like that. He like he fucked your morals up because you cheer for the fireflies the whole yeah movie. yeah yeah and William Forsyth, who's th- who is the good guy who's getting a revenge for them murdering his brother you're like I fucking hate this guy like I don't want him the cat like when Tiny kills him you're like yeah I'm, I'm into this like this, this is this, this is great like and you and and I like that they use Tiny because he's the guy that's like oh they burned him when he was a kid like he's the picked on like forgotten like freak of a brother yeah yeah that and and he just like it's like well it's my family and i love them and i'm just gonna do what's for, and he just kills this, this sheriff that's trying to kill them like he blindly fought like i like all what he did like w- with that like i i think i can i can sit and watch that movie beginning to end and yeah the little the little like the tutti-fucking-fruity stuff. Like, that is awful. Like, when I saw it in theaters, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, there's there's certain d- bits of his dialogue, which we've said, like, all of his... He should never write a script ever again. Um, I can get past that because I think the story's good. I like that they he plays on your morals. Um, I like all the characters, even the supplemental characters, like Ken Flory's character and whatnot, like the, yeah, the pimple yeah. and whatnot. Like, I, I like... There's nothing to me about that movie that I can go, I hate this. The only thing I didn't wish they did was I wish they didn't give them the... Like, you know, the glory, going out in the head, like, you know, the glory, like with the gunfire, like, oh, we're, what well, we're caught, but we're not really, we're going to go out on our terms. To the
2: entire solo. Yeah. The entire, like the, the entire fucking song. And and the other thing uh, is that Freebird. that scene,
3: the scene does play out too long because he, with how long he lets that scene play out by going through the whole fucking solo of Freebert or uh, he... You see the CG bullets, like he. Oh yeah. If if he if he sped that up and got through it, like, or just let them drive and you just heard the gunshots and that was all it was, and you didn't have to see it, like he wouldn't have cheesed it up with CG bullets, yeah. like. And with if you're gonna do a scene that that's that slow and that focused on those three characters, you should have had a special effects guy yeah, come in and a you know,
2: guy who's like you know that
0: into the genre. Yeah. When I say that people like Rob Zombie more than I understand. Um, a person I know in the real world, not just a random person on Letterboxd, a person I actually know is interacted human with that, that doesn't have brain damage, who's like Jesus. a real person, literally tweeted at me when I explained that I thought that scene was particularly stupid, that that was the greatest ending in cinematic history. Who said that? Do I know them? No, you don't know okay. them. Okay. Do I know them? No, you don't know that. Uh, like, legitimately, a person, this is what they think. They, it's one of their favorite movies of all time. It's like a top 10 film for them. And the ending is the best part, which is for me, in a movie that has gun rape and the tutti frutti scene and any number of scenes that I hate. I fucking hate. The ending is the worst part. The, the free bird needle. The needle drop almost makes me go, when that moment happened on this watch, I thought. Does Rob Zombie also hate this movie? Because that's what that <laughs> felt like. That felt like him going, Oh, you like this movie? Fuckos, how about this? Like it, it was. The greatest solo. goddamn guitar solo of all time, man. <laughs> oh, Tell you Jesus, what. Jesus, Jesus. So, okay, here's my thing. And uh, this is I think I'm about to be a bit of a jerk here. Because my feeling on Devil's Rejects, knowing y'all, is that I don't think you watch enough exploitation movies. That's true, I'll cop that. I feel like this movie is to exploitation movies what baby metal is to actual metal music. Oh, I can agree to that. Yeah. But but like, my- And so that's I think that was the difference. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, man, this is some fucking shit. He's really pushing the envelope here. And now after, since I've seen it, years of watching fucked up exploitation movies, I watch this now and I go, oh, this is like a fucking jerk-off version of something I actually enjoy. And it, like, bums me out. Like, I was watching it like, okay, you're not getting at the thing... You know, these are supposed to be anti-heroes. Okay. And they're not. They're not. I actually find Sid Hague's character from House of a Thousand Corpses more, you know what I mean, like that version of the character, more charming and sympathetic than his version of the character in this movie. I put to you, so, and I don't, because I don't want to put words in your mouth, would you say this was like entry-level exploitation? Possibly, although I I don't know how many people saw this and really like... Made that step. I would, a goodish amount. I mean, yeah, some. I don't know. Uh, now, here's what I say about
1: that. Play devil's advocate here. Do it. My favorite Al Pacino film. Do it. Um,
0: Wait, fuck you. Really? <laughs> Jesus, get get mm-hmm. actually killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I got into heavy metal by listening to Master of Puppets. Okay. And I now know that there is more extreme music than Master of Puppets. I have a Morbid Angel t shirt that lets the world know that Morbid Angel
0: is extreme music for extreme people. But Master of Puppets is good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's my thing, is that I formerly thought of this as Master of Puppets and now I'm listening to it. But
1: my whole point is, is that like Master Puppets was like a gateway to like more underground.
2: But Master of Puppets is like you're stalwart. getting bogged down on the goddamn metaphor. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, Jesus but, I think it's, no but I think <laughs> your metaphor. <laughs> I think your metaphor
0: is fit in that. That's what we're talking about here. Is is that for for uh, John? This is, I think, Master of Puppets. Like you wouldn't say like this is the best version of this type of movie, but you would say it's pretty good. It, it yeah. hits the notes. It does what it needs to do. And for me, I just didn't feel. I I didn't like. I didn't like the cop. Plot at all i didn't what really no that was one uh, okay the, uh, for me uh, here's here's my experience of this movie on one hand it comes on i'm immediately impressed because okay. color wise most of the camera angles except for the stupid there's a few like actiony scenes that get a little shaky cam and the i actually think the slow motion ripoff from 70s movies is effectively used about half the time but he overuses it there's a couple of shots where he goes to the slow motion and you're like there's no... Yeah.
3: What police have uncovered reads like this. Words can't describe it.
5: Are we here, we are playing on a level that most will never see. You're gonna start the killing. You best start it right here.
3: Yes. <laughs> All right. So, so
0: uh, we had a technical issue. Part of what we were talking about got cut off. We're think, recording now. Yeah, I think we ended with some dumb point I was making. So let's just so we'll wrap, ignore it. Let's just wrap up the Devil's Rejects things. And, and, and for me, I don't think because I think you were making this point when it got cut off. I don't think this is a good intro to it. Exploitation. Okay. I feel like it fails at a lot of the things I like about exploitation movies. Um, it's clearly better than the movie we're about to discuss, though. Okay. So as much as I am angry at this movie and I disagree with y'all that it's good, I just want to make it a, is no Hollywood. I, I never so. said it. I. I don't like this movie. Okay. Do you think I like this
5: movie? I thought you. I yeah. the feeling from you that no, you
4: I thought it was
0: all right. So you. I'm in the. I fucking hate I, it department.
2: I, I, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Though I wouldn't say I fucking hate it. I just was. It just doesn't. You know. like you were saying with the exploitation. Like it's not it is It is an intro to exploitation. I, I, I would say
3: it's a great intro because if you think if about... If you've
2: never seen like a real exploitation, because I mean, you, you know, I've seen some shit. Right.
0: You know, I've seen some shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're I, being very eloquent right now about yeah. the shit that you've seen. I would
3: honestly say that it is a good... Uh, intro to exploitation because if you take a general audience like especially Rob Zombie's fans like they think they even know horror they don't know horror they're like yeah fucking Saul was great like they say they they like all mainstream shit so for them to be like oh man The Devil's Reject that was like fucking weird and twisted like you're like oh there's all these other movies that came out that are that are better than it, or sure, like sure, it, or sure, sure, more sure. visceral, or sure. whatever you're like. Cause when people are like, oh man, Devil's Redux was crazy. It was like all that. I'm like, have you ever seen like, and, and this is, this isn't even like digging too deep. I'm like, have you ever seen I spit on your grave? I'm like, you'll, f- you'll fucking you know, want to take a bath after you watch that not movie. Really, like, though. Well,
0: not a bath. <laughs> you to take a shower. <laughs> yeah. Bath <laughs> scene. Yeah. yeah. No, maybe I love the, the, I, I knew where you were going, yeah. but as soon as you said it, I'm like, Nope, not a bath. Yeah, that's, yeah. I,
3: I, that, I, that was my Freudian slip.
1: <laughs> I, I do want to talk real quick. I, I don't think it got recorded. How John had made the point about how the, the, the fireflies were sort of like the hotel scene was them. Just, that's what they do is they just destroy everything. Um, and it got cut off. I, cause you were talking about family and i just want to reiterate the idea that i i liked that scene because it was it was the the fireflies on a very primitive and base and final level destroying those people as a unit and actually as physical people because they ultimately kill all of them well they leave the daughter alive but before that they they destroy everything those people represent like uh bill mosley destroys the marriage you know the the sacred bond between husband and wife by vi- by making his you know, making her husband watch as he as he makes her violate him. Mean, he makes her call, call herself a whore. Um, Sherry Moon makes the mother and daughter slap each other, and um, it, it, that that scene was just like, you know, yeah, they're all about family, and yet they completely and utterly decimate this family on every single level. And I just think, um, you know, the, was the scene with the, the sexual assault with the gun a little much? Absolutely, I I, I really don't think that needed to be. Um, as explicit as it was, but nonetheless, this, the scene did serve to show just how like horrible and just fucking absolute like a, like a force of nature this family was.
0: But don't we already know how horrible they are? Yeah, I Isn't just don't. I do Excessive I don't, at that point. I, you know I, I just mean? think that there's other things that could have been happening plot-wise during the entire hotel thing. The whole hotel thing felt like spinning wheels to me, and I don't. I, I'm more interested in what happens later, which is a stretch, because I'm not really interested in anything that happens in this movie. <laughs> but but I, I just felt like I don't know what was accomplished. I don't know. Maybe I'm just d- – d- I, I don't want to spend too much time on this, because we still have two more Halloweens and Lords of Salem to discuss. Yeah. And 31. And 31. Oh, yeah, and 31, which I have nothing to say. 30, uh, 31 it. will be quick. Yeah. But uh, let, let me just say this. I, I don't um, – I I will definitely get on a high horse with people who re- literally say this is one of the this is one of the greats. Of oh, well, I'm not going that far. But no, uh, I don't even go that far. But I you know, I I just disagree in the sense that I I I think he accomplishes things with his with some of his other movies that fall short in Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really I really think Devil's Rejects is not one of his better films.
1: Mhm. Are you done? Yeah. All right. <laughs> So we're going to talk about Halloween up next.
0: Oh god.
1: Are we lumping them together or are we talking We're going to l- let's just fucking lump them together. I don't
0: mm. I don't think so. I think Halloween is Jesus so much Christ. worse. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's so bad. Halloween is the worst movie I have willingly well, watched the for here's a podcast. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't I think
2: if you were to take them as like movies and compare them uh, that Halloween 2 is the worse of the two, but Everything that is set up for Halloween 2 is because of how, how bad Halloween 1 is, and therefore it is responsible for everything. Hang in a
1: second.
3: So fuck it is the both of you. I fuck
1: disagree. You, fuck I disagree. You. John Ren. how do you feel about Halloween? Hmm.
3: Well, I don't like it because, but but no, here's, no, here's the thing. Wait, Wait do you like it? Is that I'm going to get to it. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's, there's some of it I'll defend. Okay. And there's some of it that I won't. Well, my, my first thing is it, it, I'm a fucking hater of remakes. So, and, and, but specifically something like Halloween, the original Halloween is a perfect film. There's nothing, there's nothing I would change about that. So why, to me, it's like when Rob Zombie was like, oh yeah, they pitched this idea for me. Like, and I just was like, oh, well, you know, give it a shot. Like I would have been like, No Halloween exists it still scares the shit out of people it's it's timeless it's perfect there's like there's nothing wrong with that movie why why what are you gonna do with other than fuck it up what okay. are you gonna what are you gonna do with with that movie Make now my thing is money. my thing is is like when he gets to the actual Halloween remake taking the fact that my like love affair with the original Halloween I don't think he's I don't think he would have done worse than pretty much any like anyone remaking that movie yeah, anyone yeah, who yeah. tackles remakes Eli Roth is who you know we think is like the same thing is has great ideas but never really executes it right like i don't think I don't he think just has
0: bad ideas
3: well, not, well that's another topic <laughs> but whatever but I think i know I think uh, Eli Roth's like a lover of horror, I think he's in the right he has the right his heart's there, and I think zombie had the i think the the, the remake portion, not the prequel, like the white trash family portion, but the actual remake when Michael Myers is older and he's wearing a mask, and he's fucking killing people. Like, I think he does all right with it okay. for, for what it, for it being a remake of a great film. He, he was going to fail no matter what I think he does. All right. But I think it's because he had the guidance of Carpenter. He could go back and watch this movie. He could watch the original and say like, well, I gotta, I gotta do certain things. I gotta, yeah. I gotta keep this going. His crazy dialogue once the remake portion starts isn't as crazy as the previous two films. No, nor is it as crazy as the beginning of the film. He, there's certain things that he did like in the original. There's no blood. Or, yeah, there's yeah. like or minimal blood. In this one, he fucking slashes Daniel Harris like to pieces, and there's blood everywhere. Yeah, um, I thought that was stupid Like don't get me wrong, I love Daniel Harris naked. Fuck yeah, Mm -hmm. Daniel Harris with like three thousand stab wounds on her. I didn't. I thought that was. uh, uh, Now I was like, all right, now you're just making it gratuitous. You're you're ruining. You're taking away from the charm of the original Halloween. That's where I think he fucks up mostly is because he starts. He makes it too violent. Yeah. Whereas the original like. the, the the whole point like, even when he st- Meyer stabs that guy and ha- like hangs him up by the the, the the famous scene where he like tilts his head and looks at him like there's no blood you don't see blood running down anywhere like he's just a body stuck in the wall with a knife like and he's yeah. looking at like that's it like I think that's where I like the remake it's I can watch the 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 remake and not walk away wanting to kill myself but I don't think it's a good film okay um here's here's okay I'm an,
1: I have I have a list of pros and cons. I have a list. Looking around, I have a list of pros and cons. What I like about this movie. Um, first off, I do like the f- the, the the bit about Michael's childhood. Oh my god! Can I talk? Can I talk? Uh. <laughs> and here's why I like the, the the bit about Michael's childhood. Um, there was a director, the guy who directed Halloween Five, which I know he's like. Who the fuck cares about Halloween Five? I do now because this guy directed it. An, or it was, a, was I can't. It's Dominique. Could be a woman. Oops, um, a lot of people. They were like, I didn't need to know Michael Myers' childhood. I didn't need to. Um, I didn't need to know so much about. What are we looking at?
3: No, it's just the fact that, that popped up.
1: Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, I, a lot of people hated this thing with Michael Myers' childhood, and they were like, we don't need to know like an origin story. And I get that to, to to some degree. It's the same problem. It's the same reason I didn't have a problem with like how in depth they went in with the Kruger origin in the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. The rest of that movie is a shit show, but I do like how they delved into the origins. It's not like the upcoming um, Texas Chainsaw movie where they're doing the origin of Leatherface. Like Leatherface's childhood in the original Texas Chainsaw had nothing to do with anything. They didn't talk about it. It wasn't touched upon. It wasn't a plot point. He was just this crazy redneck who fucking cut people apart with a with with chainsaw and ate them. I was happy with that. But Michael Myers's childhood is a plot point in the original one it opens up in his childhood. So I was like, that is something I think there is like a precedent for exploring. Um, And I do like the fact that he's just this like little kid in this fucking mental institution who doesn't understand why he's there. Like the scenes where he's talking to Malcolm McDowell, like when am I going to go home? Like when can I get out? when can I see my mom? And he's like, you can't, like you killed everybody. And he's like, I don't remember doing that. And it's like, that's a fucking bummer because ultimately psychopath or not, he's just a kid who wants to go home and see his mom and he can't. He's got these people telling him you can't see your mom and it's driving him fucking crazy. It is a bummer, but here's
2: what I'll say would have been a better idea to do that. If you're going to do a prequel um which I totally agree with there is being way way too much. Like I think the first half of that movie Especially like before he goes into the mental institution, can be like summed up in like a five minute corn song.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's it's no, you know, but it's but like, but it's also like I do think it was too long. Like I think the scene with the fucking bully in school where he kills the bully in the school, the scene where she you know she goes to school and like, um, you know the, the, they're like oh yeah we found a fucking dead cat and his his mom is like yeah you found a dead cat he picked up a dead cat it's like you should be way more concerned about the fact your son is carrying around a dead cat that like but. Oh, all of that shit is too long, but the, like this, the scenes with like him killing William Forsyth, Aside from the fact that it's just like William Forsyth's character in that movie is the most unbearable motherfucker ever. Um, I I, I like that it's because one of the things that I love the original. Let me be clear, like I, I do love the original, but one of the things I always I never understood was like Donald Pleasance was just like he's pure evil. He's so evil. Ah, oh, he's like the undistilled essence of evil, and it was like not downplaying murder but he killed one person like he killed his sister and it's like I, I, I wanted to see more of like why he would just like snap and like I, I, I kind of dig the fact that he went in there and he showed more of that like did he show too much I'm open to say that maybe he did show too much but I do like the fact that he went down that path and he showed Myers childhood
0: I disagree with everything you're saying at a deep fundamental level that's fine we live in a free country I wish we didn't. I'm now in favor of totalitarianism if it means I don't have to deal with everything you're saying right now. That's fine. If the gulag is filled with people who like that part of this movie, then I'm okay. All right, Captain Hyperbole. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, for me, I agree with John Carpenter that the appeal of the shape, Michael Myers, is the lack of explanation.
1: But no, okay. But let me let me let me say this. And it was a, I didn't read the quote about Myers actually having some sort of like semblance. And I, I I I don't like how it felt like Rob Zombie couldn't make up his mind as to whether or not Michael was pure evil. Like when he, like when he killed Danny Trejo, I thought
2: oh, that was. he. Can I say this about Danny Trejo first? Is he has like the the like he could be even responsible for everything? Where he's just like, come on, Michael, you just gotta live in your head, man. There's that one line where he tells okay. him he's like, he's okay. like, don't. Live. He's like, you just gotta live in your head. Man. It's That's all Danny Trejo's fault. To you gotta
1: live in your head. And I was like,
2: why the fuck is Danny the fact, Trejo the fact saying he, this? The fact like,
1: that he like he, he, he killed those two guys who were raping that woman. And people have I've, I've heard the argument made that he's some sort of like moral crusader. I, I don't think he was killing them to stop a rape. I, I think he was killing them just to be like, I'm a violent crazy fucking asshole. But the fact that he, he he cares about his sister. I know like a lot of people were like, that was fucking dumb. Uh, Dominique. Oh, Gerard who directed Halloween 5 had this to say if evil knows pain or love or demonstrates a feeling of regret It becomes even more scary if he pursues his maleficent actions He shows an evil determination beyond his feelings I do like the fact that like Michael Myers is just pure evil Is like scary but Michael Myers as like evil who knows better? I think is somehow even scarier,
0: but that's a different movie then don't then write that script Carpenter, and have a character Carpenter told him to make it his own Carpenter told Rob Zombie make this movie your own. As recently as this year, Carpenter said, "No, I did not. That okay. guy is a fucking liar." I told but him not else... to make the movie, and he did it anyway. John Carpenter is also fucking, fucking known for saying crazy
2: but ass he's also, shit but all also the time. He kind of didn't, didn't make it his own. He made this like half a movie of just you know all this stuff we didn't need. To, we don't need to see. We we it's like it's like when they redo any superheroes like backstory. Like, we don't fucking... We know that Bruce Wayne's parents are dead. <laughs> they got shot, and that's what they did... Wait, they got shot? They got mm-hmm. shot. Uh, and pearls fell. There were pearls the involved? Yes. We don't fucking need that. We know that Michael Myers kills his sister. So what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to do a remake and you want to show a young Michael Myers in a different perspective, it should have just started off in the insane asylum.
0: That's fair. Okay. And, and then cast not fucking uh, oh
2: god dude watching that kid eat candy corn it's disgusting is that disgusting. is so, it's so gross i'd rather watch tiny eating whatever the but, fuck but he's eating in that and <laughs> the fucking the the, fucking,
1: not, the, the, uh, the O's
2: or whatever yeah yeah
0: but not only that let's let's get let's let's actually establish something here malcolm mcdowell in both these movies is a fucking travesty he's michael's <laughs> because he makes donald pleasant's a man who couldn't stay sober enough to finish a sentence <laughs> yeah. in the second Halloween movie. He can't even walk down a hallway. He's so drunk the whole movie. Oh, he makes Donald Pleasance look good the whole time watching him going. This is all about Malcolm McDowell's love for Donald Pleasance, and he refuses to act well out of respect for Donald Pleasance's memory because he Donald Pleasance's performance in Halloween, let alone Halloween Two, which is uh, disgusting. But let's just focus on Halloween is one of the weakest parts in a movie in which they just spray-painted a Will Shatner mask. Like, this is a movie that is amazing in every way, and one of the few parts that isn't so great is parts of... And Malcolm Dow makes Donald Pleasance look like a fucking Shakespearean actor. I disagree. I like his character in that movie. He's awful. He's painful. Every time he speaks, he should be punched in the face. If if Rob Zombie actually loved movies, he would have interrupted every scene to punch Malcolm Dow in the face and say, Do it right, fucker! I mean, he talks a little too much, but I
1: like his character, as he actually like. Do you like his character, or do you just like Malcolm McDowell? <laughs> no, I don't like Malcolm. I'm, I'm not like a, I fucking love Malcolm. See, McBell. I'm not crazy, but I, I like the fact that he, he like he he actually cares about Michael. I like the fact that he's like a father figure to Michael, and I do think it's a little too on the nose when he's leaving. like, "I'm sorry, Michael, I've given up, and you're like the only family I've known." Like, but I, I never feel that though. I don't think he gives I do. a shit. I like, think he, I mean that's y- the thing. You're a
0: crazy person. I'm
1: not a crazy person. In the second one, he fucks it all up because he's like very clear, like. I'm just like a, a money grubbing asshole who, who is exploiting the fucking tragedy of all this. But in the first one, I totally buy that. He's like a legit he has legit concern for Michael. Like he actually comes across as like a, a like as a person who accepts responsibility for his failures in rehabilitating Michael. It's insane that it took him fifteen years to realize that, but I buy it. I don't buy it. That's
2: fine. I think he isn't he they're just like, well, you know, because, like, let's, uh, you know, it, I just think if there's, like, you know, there's certain... It's like in a vampire movie, Sunlight always has to kill a vampire. Not true. But go on. Except, for, well, for Twilight or Blade, there are exceptions. But generally, Sunlight kills a vampire.
0: I mean, technically, Dra- Bram Stoker's Dracula, yeah. but go ahead.
2: The, the, the Dr. Loomis-Michael Myers relationship... Should remain his like obsession of his own failure not this like a, this like I can make a fucking shitload of money off that's this. why I hate Halloween too but the, but you can see he's starting he is that way in the first one too like in the beginning he's not because he's just trying to get a fucking job because he's like a young e- young
0: student. even in guy. the be- that's what I'm saying though the 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 turn like his character in the very beginning does not make sense for me. His, his, oh man, I can't. Michael, what's going on? I can't, I can't wait to learn about you and what's going on with you. And you know, you seem like an all right kid, so I can't wait to do this. Oh, you murdered somebody? Oh no, well that's fine. I'll work through with, with it. No, none of it works. So that by the time he gets to this emotional thing of like, I'm sorry, Michael, I have to break up with you because I just feel <laughs> like you're not committed to this doctor-patient relationship. It doesn't click for me in any way, shape, or form. That's fine. And I hate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, the kid sucks, but. You haven't said anything for a while. I, feel I like we're fucking running well here. no,
3: because I'm just letting you guys ramble because I fucking hate everything about the origin. Like the fact, I it's hate awful. it. My my thing is that the idea, the unknown, is more terrifying because you're going to yeah, think. Absolutely. And if they if if they wanted to do an origin, I would have been the white trash family. Like, oh, I come from a broken home and I just snapped because my life is so shit. It's too easy. It's corn j- song. J- Just go. <laughs> just go to a. The point he kills his sister, he kills one for like he kills whatever. He kills one person, five people, it doesn't matter. He kills some someone in the house for no reason he just does it and they they put him in a mental institution then you could do the loomis thing i'll agree like young loomis with like the long hair and shit was like kind of fucking stupid they should have just went into because donald pleasance was never like a fucking a young hotshot shot cool guy. yeah so just just have him be a psychiatrist that works with him for years he's like this patient that he keeps going back to and it's like the one he can't cure and then he says well i i, I failed you like and i i'm that's it we're done like and then michael really like goes into that void and never comes back like i can i can be that what i would have dealt with 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 an origin if they did origin making it white trash i was like you just made it too easy because now now i'm sympathetic completely to michael myers which i never was in any of the other halloweens
0: besides the fact that i mean casting her as the mom
1: no it's it's
0: well, here's the thing. She's only a shade better in this movie than she is as baby in the first two films. She is, again, the scene where it's...
5: Who the fuck's...
1: Somebody, I forget. Someone pointed out that it, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's not really her fault because it's in the script. But her acting is like... The, um, the principal's like... Um, he opens his desk, and he's like, We found this dead cat in your son's locker. And she's like, It's a dead cat. Like, he's a kid. And then he, the, the, the principal's like, okay. We also found these. And then they're Polaroids of other dead animals. And she's like, oh my God. And it was just like, why is the pictures of the animals like more alarming than the fucking dead cat? And her reaction is like, she's just, I, I mean, her, the, only, the only difference
3: in her and Baby is that she's not shrieking the whole time in this movie. Like that's the only difference. Well, I th- no. I think she was. I think she has. Mo- I never. Sherry Moon at times, and I don't want to ever say moments of brilliance because that's not the word I want to use. But she has spots around every one of the movies that she's in. She's in all of them where she shows like, okay, she picks something up. She learns something from yeah, yeah, some yeah, other yeah. actor when she's at the mental institution. Like, like everything pre mental institution she's kind of like whatever and like you said that that particular scene where she freaks out about one thing but not the more extreme thing like he's literally holding a dead cat like yeah yeah, i have this thing in front of you here's some pictures of shit he did probably like weeks ago um when she's like having that emotional like michael just talk to me like being like i was like okay That looks like a mother son. That looks like a mother son thing. Like she, she really became like a human. Like it could just be that. Like I think she acted there. Like she was actually. She wasn't playing this character. Like anyone could play a character. Anyone in this room could be Baby Firefly. Like we could all. We could all have done that. That role, Um, because it's a character that I think she had. When I was like, okay, Sherry Moon, like fuck yeah you pick something up and from some one of these like actual actors from 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 Malcolm McDowell yeah so so when she's talking like that's where i wasn't too mad with her being casted cuz i'm like all right she's she's earning it right now what I didn't like though she fucked it they fucked it up and it's it's not her fault it's more zombies fault than anything is that when she kills herself I was like she was like over crying it just watching was like the home done. video yeah, yeah, yeah it was like overdone like I get that scene like watching home video of like you know it's all happy and like her just being bummed out and then just put like you know fucking killing herself but like it was just like over dramatic like and yeah. I
2: because you knew exactly where it was going like well oh, she's going to shoot herself in like yeah.
3: two minutes because that's how long it's going to take
1: yeah to get here I hate this movie. The rest of the movie, I, I, aside from Ken Foree looking at pornography while shitting, the rest I of the movie. But that's I'm just Ken Foree, man. He's yeah, just,
2: he's just a charming dude. You I know? gotta he's talk with deluxe dude. The, the other thing is, back. like, the whole time I was just like, I always like <laughs> the way I pictured like Rob Zombie going into this like pitching this for something because, like, I know it was presented to him, but I, I always like pictured him just being like, "Yeah, but it's not your dad's Halloween." Yeah,
4: like that's like the whole time,
2: like. <laughs> Oh you think this is going to happen? Well, get ready. Your dad's
1: yet. Halloween, man. It's just like the rest of this movie is, is like I, I I think it carries on from this movie to the next one what I don't like is like the fucking the hyper I don't want to say realistic but it, it it's just like the, the the weird like like when Daniel Harris gets stabbed and like uh scout Taylor Compton, whatever. Lori comes in, she's like,
4: "Baby, oh my god!"
1: It's just like, and then she's like, "Run, Lori!" It was just, it's, it's, it's grating. Is the only, it's like, and I don't mean to be like, women are fucking shrieking all the time, but it's like, it was just there was too much going on, and it felt like for the latter, like the last twenty minutes, there was just screaming nonstop. Well, the
2: only person I felt anything for in both these movies was, uh, what's his name, Brad Dorff.
1: Yes, that's that's
4: one of he's my the only. Per- yes, like, he's he
2: is the best actor in these movies well, by far, and he's the only person I was just like I believe. I'm going to talk about him for a moment. I believe in his character, and I, I I trust because like I think he was, I honestly think he was taking lines and just making them, just changing them, because his lines sounded like way like just normal and realistic. Because he's opposed- an actual good actor, right? But he's the only person I felt
3: anything for, which is you know.
1: Yeah,
2: I felt. A, I mean, I honestly sheriff. like. This well,
3: character gets shit on him, both films. Like, oh I mean god! He's, yeah, he's he's like, got to deal with like. In one, he 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 walks in. He's he's dealing with this crazy maniac killing everyone. Then he's got to deal with seeing his daughter like hack the fuck up. Like still alive, he's got to be like, oh my god, my half naked daughter is like all cut to pieces. And Then in the second one, she gets fucking butchered. And like, it, and he's and he's. Why did you do that to her? Yeah, and, yeah, like and he what? fucking
1: watches like the woman, the girl he considers like a daughter get fucking shot up at the end by the fucking we think, depending on which
3: fucking ending he saw. Yeah, apparently I'm the only one that saw the different ending. Yeah.
1: Wait, that, that exists
2: in a in an actual version? What? The the alternate ending, I guess? Yeah. The, the,
3: the Wikipedia ending? I saw yeah, I saw the well, I looked it up after you said don't look it, because I was like, wait, this is the what I remember. And I was like, wait, did I fucking like I thought it was another Shazam thing? I'm like, Am I making this shit up? And I looked at it and I was like, well, that's more detailed than I remember. But th- essentially, the the ending I saw with like the hallucinations and this and the other thing was like that was the ending I saw. So
2: wait, so the end. So just to get this straight, the ending you saw was the one where like Michael Myers was never even there.
3: No, well, someone was like young Michael Myers. Yeah, young Michael Myers had. was like holding her down. Right. And big Michael Myers was like dealing with Loomis. Like he fucking stabs like Loomis and like in the f- like through the hand in the face. Like he kills. Oh Loom- yeah, that's what I saw. This. Well, he, no, what he she- no, he kills Loomis. And then, like, holds Loomis in front of, like, the window, and he gets shot. And when he gets shot, he falls back onto the spike. As soon as he hits the spike, she, she, like, snaps out of, like, her hallucination, walks over, tells him that she loves him. Like, well, she takes his mask off, which is all, like, fucking busted up. She takes his mask, she's like, Oh, I love you. And then, fucking, stabs him to death, and walks out of the barn with his mask on. And then they, like, cut to her and, like, the mental institution.
2: Oh, see. Then That's I not saw, what I watched, what we saw at all. <laughs> no, then I no, then I then I saw some must have been a well, okay. fan remake or let's, something like let's, that. Let's
1: let can we just because Crybaby O'Donnell over here hates this movie so much, we're gonna skip to Halloween too, which is his favorite movie of all time.
0: <sighs> first of all, this movie sucks. First of all, let's it go sucks. back. Let's go back. Can, can you just listen. say that it you, sucks? You're just, just say, it. You're, just doing, just say just, it. you're just doing this, you're just doing this because <laughs> you actually liked Halloween, which everyone else here didn't like. Yeah,
4: okay. my podcast. So I can now, what I want.
0: So now you're trying to... It's, it's on my fucking network. Then. So now we're getting H2. And this Spinach. is what I think. I 100% think this is true. And you guys can disagree all you want. But A, uh, other than uh, Lords of Salem, this is his best-looking movie, period. I think it looks just like Halloween, though. No, he shot it on 16mm. No, it's th- dark and... and 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 uh, shadowed out, and I think it's way more effective than anything. Okay. Halloween is shiny and digital and gross, and this one I think actually looks good. Here's what no, I like no, about I'll this
3: say, movie. I'll, I'll, I can agree with that. Halloween two as awful as this movie is. It looks good. Yeah, but that's Here, here's
1: what I like about it. I liked Brad Dorif because Brad Dorif's awesome. I like the hot friend. I don't know what her name is because wait, I, the one that was in Halloween four. No, not Daniel Harris. Not Daniel Harris. The, uh, I like her I too. She's the girl who Angela Trimber, She dresses up as a uh, Dr. Frankenfurter. Oh, sure,
0: oh, sure, sure. sure yeah. Yeah. Okay, she's, yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah, so
1: was her other friend too. Where
2: she didn't say was that like a legal thing where they couldn't say because she was like, yeah, they never say. I'm a girl hate. dressing up as a guy who thinks she's a cousin. I was like, why aren't they just saying Rocky Horror Picture Show?
1: And I was just like, yeah. Yeah. There's construction going on apparently. Yeah, or the There's a lot of on. banging. I yeah. don't know
2: what that yeah. is. Um And I also I'm not I, gonna
0: go investigate because uh, I don't want to be. Yeah. There.
2: Oh, here's another thing I'll say about just both the Halloween movies in general is that you can't. I I don't think you can make the, these kind of slasher movies in like a post Scream world. Because okay. That's fair. It's just like it, it's like it's it's every cliche. It's the I'll be right back. It's the I'm gonna go take a piss. It's just everything that scream, just kind of you know satirized,
1: and and it's just doing it again. Yeah, but in in response to that, the original Halloween was all of those.
2: But yeah, but this, but that set the precedent for yeah. for most slasher movies okay. to come out. That's, um, that was just, I just had. To I just that. don't.
0: Here's the thing. I think that there are. I actually think there are less of those cliches in Halloween too. Yeah, there. In fact, yeah. This is okay. So, here's the thing I will not say that Halloween 2 is a good movie. Period. However, I think everyone shits on it so bad, and I don't understand why because it does the thing that I wanted Halloween to do, and that Halloween 2 actually goes a new direction that is not entirely successful. But the problem with Halloween is we get an hour of a prequel, which is I don't need. It's like a bunch of stuff. And then we get a shitty quick, like, here's my summary of basically what happens in the Halloween movies. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's what it is. Halloween 2 is, there's the dream sequence that does the hospital, and I'll say that that was poorly chosen to do that at all. But the rest of the movie is like an original, like, hey, here's my take on I it. I will
1: begrudgingly admit that I will give Rob Zombie an A for effort in this, in that he tried to show a different approach to... Um, the life of Lori Strode.
0: Uh, to, I, to, I hated that. To I my hate. end, I think that that works and I think that her trauma works and all that works. The problem for me is that um, the reason I still think that House of a Thousand Corpses is better than this movie is that um, there's no... Nothing, there's, you know, it's supposed to be at some level a tense, scary movie, and it never really gets there for me. Like, it, it, it I think it looks okay. I like that he's doing a new thing, but if I'm like, I, I'm in, by the time I watched H2, I, everything was so shitty that I thought, well, this is slightly less shitty than the, the last one, thing. The, the
1: one thing I liked about it is I know a lot of people were saying that this is a very realistic depiction of what PTSD is like. I don't know what it's like to suffer from PTSD, but the one scene that hit kind of hard for me, it was when. Lori was experiencing, like, the... I, I don't know if it was, like, the psychic connection with Michael, but where she was, like, freaking the fuck out and, like, having these, like, images of, like, their mother and, like, some of the imagery of, like, the skeleton with, like, Michael's mask on top of it was... I, I think it was really cool. And just, like... Um, I don't mean to get TMI, but, like, um, one of the side effects of some of the medications I've been on has been that sort of, like, uncontrolled flashing of, like, you almost, like, lose control and... I was like watching that and I was like, oh, that's what it feels like. Like I bet the physical sensation she has right now is what it's like when I'm having particularly nasty side effects from, from my meds. Um but I also like Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf's awesome in this. Brad
2: Dorf's the only
1: the only positive only, thing. I he's can such bring a good dude from, in this. From
2: either of these movies. Yeah,
4: but but he's, he's good.
0: He's got I like the guy. He's I, got a I, I I I think he's good in it too. I just again, I I you know Maybe I'm being ridiculous, but um, I just didn't find it as offensively annoying as Halloween I don't you know? think you're being ridiculous. I respect your opinion I think,
2: here here's what i I think I hated it so much, and maybe even more in the first one at this moment is because I had already seen the first one, and I was rewatching it, knowing what I was going into, and then I watched that one. I watched them back to back, so I didn't know what I was going and getting into because I' would never seen the second Halloween and By that time, I think I was maybe so just like, what the fuck is this shit with white horses and Sherry Moon? And I I don't know. I just I think at that point, I think I was just mentally drained of of this just Halloween being lobotomized.
3: I was so mad with that movie. (laughs) I was so mad. Like, I walked out of the theater and I'm like, this is a movie. I will never ever ever watch again that if someone says hey we should watch this movie what movie are we gonna watch Let's watch Halloween 2 like I would leave their house like I would walk <laughs> out of their house the I feel like this whole movie was it's like oh Halloween did really fucking well it was like the highest mo- grossing horror movie on like Labor Day weekend it's, I think it still is you know or maybe it's the highest grossing movie period on on Labor Day weekend um that they were like you need to do it. like his studios are like fucking sequel 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 like that's all they want to do is like get as much cash as they can out of something and they were like you need to do the sequel to halloween right now like you need to do it so he was like uh okay i didn't want to really do the first one but we'll do this one and he wrote he's like let me how can i get my wife into a movie and he fucked up his own movie he sabotaged his own movie because he he figured out a way to work her in we already have a fucking killing machine that kills over his mother. I'm fine with say, seeing 700 more Jason Voorhees movies. I don't need to see Michael Myers killing for his mother. Like I don't need I don't need the the visions of his mother like being his driving force and doing what he's doing. Like now I get it. Their motives were different. Jason just fucking kills everyone because he thinks they're all camp counselors. Whereas you know, he was killing because he was trying to like bring the family together or some shit like that. But to me, I'm like, come on, man. Like we already have this fucking like mother son bond thing between Mrs. Voorhees and Jason. Like as soon as, as soon as she fucking showed up in the, the, on the screen, I was like, God damn it. Like I was mad, like fucking five minutes into that film. And I, I was mad the whole time. And when I walked out, I was—it was a movie that I wanted to go and say, like, "Listen, I know I just sat through all hour and a half of that film. Can you give me my money back?" <laughs> like, I wanted the That's people funny. at the theater to give me my money back.
0: Re, I, I, um, I, I might have felt that way if I had gone to see it the movie theater. I guess my opinion is affected by watching it through. And and I, I, I like I said, I get it, Justin. Your appreciation for. Those, but uh, literally everything you said about things that you appreciated about Halloween are the list of things I hated about Heart. Like it's like That's the fun. exact same list. So, I I, I guess for me, um, the mother thing thematically, and, and in some ways, I guess I'm affirming a little bit what you said, uh, uh, John, because you were like, well, the only reason we had to deal with some of these things in Halloween two is because of Halloween one. And I think that's true thematically. Like we already established because we had to sit through all that fucking hour of family stuff in the first one, this is the theme and how are we going to connect why are we having Halloween 2? There's a reason the first Halloween 2 exists, which is also money, but thematically it's like, okay, we're going to pick up right then. It's like, oh, Michael's not dead. We've already established that Michael's not dead. So what happens next? And it it's definitely a uh, stupid money grab because it's not what John Carpenter wanted to do at all, but it happened. This movie, in a sense, thematically works with the family shit we had to deal with in the first movie in a way that I thought made sense. The problem for me is that it doesn't actually work as a horror movie. Like thematically and the inclusion of Sherry Moon and how it looked. all that works for me. But I'm never, because I get that uh, Laurie's going through trauma and so she's unlikable and that's actually pretty fair and it actually kind of thematically works with through the trauma of her family like
1: the yeah, p- people with PTSD tend to not to sound like an asshole they're it, it, it's it's difficult to be around yeah that's what I'm saying so yeah.
0: all that makes sense and I think in a way as an essay on uh if he had written, written a really smart sort of as which he I don't think he can but if he had written a really smart essay about <laughs> you know her as sherry moon and the family as a metaphor for the way trauma can kind of put it into these cycles of abuse and all that stuff makes sense to me but what it means is that i don't care about anyone in the film except for brad dorf so there's never any tension i'm just like let michael kill oh there's country as let him kill them let it and i I, and i can't go with rob zombie and the having the killer guy just kill a bunch of people you don't like is also good uh in this particular case it isn't it's never engaging but it's less offensive to me than halloween is because it it um there's something for me really awful about the whole first part of halloween and then the rest of it is just a you know a afterthought it feels like
2: God, thank God he didn't do Halloween three. Can
3: we?
0: Can we? Oh God!
3: Yo, wait, me, wait a minute, wait Let's start, discuss that for one second because I think it might. I'm gonna give Halloween three a chance because Danny McBride and his like guy that writes like all his like eastbound and down like comedy shit, they're doing the yeah. ho- the Halloween three. Really? It's, it's, yeah. it's it, I thought
1: it was just a, it was a, it was another reboot.
3: No, it's uh, it's apparently set in the same world of the Rob Zombie one, like the the previous incidents. Oh, the my previous God. incidents exist, like. and it's going to be like touched upon but they're like Danny McBride already said he's like we're separating ourselves pretty quickly from that from that world
1: I hope it's a fucking revengeful Brad Brad Dorff finding out that Michael Myers is alive and going after him you know
3: what's funny
2: though is like even if they do do the Halloween 3 you're going to have a whole new generation of people
3: going like Michael Myers. No, Michael no, no, Myers uh, no, no, no. They're not. They're not going to do season of witch. They're going to do like a Halloween three with Michael Myers. But it's going oh. to. But it's going to be like they're, that That's what it is. It's another oh, okay, Myers. You're thing.
2: talking about. Okay,
3: that. The, yeah, no. They're so, not actually remaking S- season of witch. Wait,
2: so the the one where they're apparently Kurt Russell's going to be
1: Doctor Loomis. Apparently, I don't know him here. I've heard some shit. Now you're thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy where he's Ego the
3: Living
2: no.
1: Planet. <laughs> It's a common mistake a lot of people make. I know,
3: now, no, no. I, all I know is Dan McBride the and his
2: guy. The one that John are, Carpenter is producing. Yeah. The thing. Yeah, yeah. He's Kurt that Russell. He plays within, within Carpenter's
3: world? No, or? they said, they, I think who, whoever, o- no, whoever, owns, whoever owns the Halloween franchise, because Carpenter doesn't own it anymore. He's just the creative force of it. But like, um, but I know th- he's behind it, isn't he? He's producing it, but right. the, the the studio owns the Halloween franchise, if I'm not mistaken like oh, okay. um and they're like hey we want to do another what we want to revisit this and i think it's the idea of like i don't want to reboot like why are we going to reboot it again and again and again so they're going to keep it within the rob zombie world and make it a brand new oh
2: that hey. disappoints me
1: hey let's talk about lords of
2: salem
0: let's talk about, i yeah, want to go see my baby talk about Lord <laughs> <laughs> Lord. a long time yeah. about rob zombie okay movies.
1: so we're gonna talk about lords of salem um i'm gonna we're... open up with a review real quick about this movie um uh, Charlotte Steer of Fear Talk, she said, and let me be clear, I cannot disagree with this movie, this this review more, but I think it's interesting because I think the opposite sums up how I feel about this movie. Within Rob Zombie, I do believe is a brilliant original horror movie just waiting to come out of him, but sadly, The Lord's of Salem is not it. I disagree with that with that review, wholeheartedly because I do think this is the movie that Rob Zombie can make and he should make more of. Um, I think this is Sherry Moon's best performance. Yeah. Um definitely. I, I, I actually
0: I don't see that as co- a controversial statement.
1: No, no, no. I'm just I'm not trying to be controversial. <laughs> yeah. This isn't controversy. I'm just <laughs> making a statement. Um I like the fact that it doesn't rely upon the fucking uh well dip me in gravy and call me a biscuit like sort of bullshit which Richard Brake and Halloween 2 when he's telling the fucking what's the difference between jam and jelly? Oh God! Joe, yeah. He brings that w- right back to the forefront in Halloween. Then he gets his head sawed off. I think of these incompetent guys, the, the Richard Brake is not incompetent. Richard no, Brake is talking about awesome. the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like these yeah. dumb um, I like the fact that there's not a lot of violence. There's not like excessive, crazy, cartoonish violence. Um, there's not a lot of profanity, which is cool. Um, I think it tells like it's a story that has has been told already. It's nothing groundbreaking, but I but I I, I do like. Um, it tells a story that's not like, you know, like how we were talking about 31, how he just fucking threw that out on the fly. You know what I mean? Like it tells a story that's like there's there's a narrative going on. there. you can't guess what's gonna happen. Um the soundtrack is the best soundtrack of any movie so far. There's so many Velvet Underground songs on there and it's awesome. Yep. Um there's some truly unsettling weird fucking imagery in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um The scene where she like goes down, she's like sexually assaulted by the priest, that's fucking weird. And it doesn't get me at a visceral level like like, like Devil's Reject does. But it's still like creepy enough to, 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 to be um to be effective. Um the ending. It's kinda sad. It's really a bummer. Like, you know, I know Rob Zombie is fond of showing like when Daniel Harris dies in Halloween two, they have to show the, the video of her as a little girl. And in Devil's Reject's when Freebird is playing for an hour, they have to show the home footage of the fireflies being normal people. At the end of this, when it shows her playing with her dog, that's actually kind of sad, and I think that ties up with my last point: is that there are likable characters in this movie, like Jeff Daniel Phillips is like a likable character.
2: Is he the other D de- the the white DJ? He's dude? the white DJ, yeah. Yeah, like they had a they had a great they had chemistry. Like did they, I believe they had a friendship before the movie.
1: Th- existed. Th- well, they they did they did. Yeah. But it, but but here's the thing: what I like about that is like they were friends. They weren't like it was a movie. It was like a male and a female that weren't like you know. Oh, they're fucking. Like, they were just friends. Yeah. Well, Jeff, uh, his character tried to. He tried was, to. And yeah, she, like, yeah. she, like, gently, like, shot him down, was like, No, you're sleeping out here. But it wasn't like. I, it, it was just. It was just a good fucking movie. Like. Yeah, I was, I was like, I honestly went into
2: this movie, like, with, like, especially going from Halloween to, I was like, Well, on to this next piece of garbage. Like, and then I was like, Oh, it's like, because you can see. And, and I think this is the biggest thing that he takes his time with this movie yeah he doesn't there's lo, little to no shaky cam there's a lot of you know real slow zooms and and tracking shots down hallways which i'm always like a sucker for yeah mm-hmm. um
0: there's a there, uh, there's a couple of so it's a, a much more viscerally visual movie yeah and i think it it benefits from that because there's less of him trying to tell a story which he's bad at And less of his dialogue, which the only time there's really a lot of dialogue is the radio scenes. And he's actually really good at that Yeah, because it's so annoying that you're like, oh, yeah, that's actually exactly how radio assholes talk Mm -hmm. on the radio. Like he nails that aspect of it. And then the little bit of dialogue he does between them as friends is actually really good. And I I, I don't know how all of a sudden they are talking in a way that works really well, but they are. Um, There are some – like. Towards the end, not the sort of final uh, Ken Russell part. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's a bit there's a bit where he gets a little digital. Uh, it's Ken Russell, but it's like Lair of the White Worm. Ken Russell. That is love that movie, and I do, but I don't think it works for this movie. Not when the rest of the movie is a little more uh, rooted, even though the images are. Uh, weird and nightmarish they're rooted in practical effects yeah when he gets kind of melty with jesus's face and the thing and thing, it just starts to get a little cheesy but he brings it back for the final it's not that's not the climax when that stuff started to happen and I, and she's dancing a little bit and whatever i was like is this how we're going to climax because we're going back to like house of a thousand corpses right now like it's yeah. not gonna work but then you get to the actual end and i think that Works pretty well and is in fact nightmarish at almost a disturbing level. The fucking
1: scene where her standing there while um, all tomorrow's parties playing, yeah, yeah, and it, you know it's just Dee Wallace and the other witches like looking up in adoration. It's it's sort of like the horror Babylon.
0: Is that who it's supposed to represent yeah. with the, the crown of seven stars? Yeah, 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 that's really creepy. That's it's it's done well. And uh, the other thing I didn't like was the surgeons part. The there's a part where. There's three guys with the uh, and they're jerking off. Oh, they look
2: like uh, they look like fucking Cronenberg and Nightbreed.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they, or they actually, they look more like um, the horrible Doctor F. Uh, uh, Fibs. Yeah, Fibs. Fibs Fibs. Is it Fibs. Yeah. Anyways, they do surgery on her and they pull out this worm thing, like the crayfish. Like, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, that part I didn't love either. I kind of liked it. Uh, but those are small things in a movie that overall works for me really well. And I feel like the addition of her being someone dealing with addiction actually works for yes, the character. Yes, yes, yes. It's a simple plot. So again, I, I, I don't want to damn this with faint praise I, I, in the sense that as much as I'm hailing it, it's not like a groundbreaking movie. It's not No, it's not groundbreaking. If I was listening, like my favorite horror movies of all time, it's not on the list. But we're looking at one director's filmography and I just feel like it hits in a way that his other stuff doesn't. That it really works um and and you know if if, if you didn't know anything else about Ramzabi and you saw this movie at a film festival i think a lot of people would be like oh that was that was a neat little nightmarish movie you know i think it's
2: because he's he's dr- he's like he's developing a style by drawing from his influences in this movie because like you can see all sorts of shit there's like you know there's you know the shining obviously there's like Suspiria, the Sentinel. I thought there was the Sentinel. Of, yes. I thought there was a lot of yes. Sentinel in this movie. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There's like a, I guess there's a little little Exorcist in yeah. there. Little Rose. Did he you says, say, did you a, say the, Rosemary's Baby? There's Rosemary's Baby yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or um, I just know they use the. I'm pretty sure they they say "cunting daughter" at one point.
4: A couple that, of times. That was that was a
3: the that's an Exorcist. The cunting witches. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an interesting take on it because I read the fucking book before it came out. Oh, which okay. no one everyone's like, Did Yeah, he I read the, write book. the book. So he wrote with a guy. I can't remember his name, it doesn't even matter because I don't even know if the dude wrote another book since then. The book's not written well. Like if you are a book reader and you read it, you're gonna be like, Well, this is clearly like this guy's first time writing, or it was zombie's first time writing. Like who maybe zombie wrote it and this dude cleaned it up or, or whatever, but it's it's not dialogue wise, like how it's just written is written very elementary. There's no like there's not a lot of big words. Like I didn't have to like you know. So, but there was a lot of stuff in there, and I was like, man, I can't wait to fucking see this in the in the movie. And it never made the cut. The difference is being, well, let me go back to the movie first, but I I'll, I'll compare the movie. The, what I liked about the movie was the genre of the movie was a Kubrick like it was it was a Kubrick film like to me like I all, the whole time I was like, man, this is Rob Zombie watched The Shining a fuck ton before he watched before he made this movie. Um, I. Because I loathe Italian horror, when he started doing the, like, Suspiria-type shit, I was like, now you're losing me. And, the, and it, it, I, I think that there was, to me, going from Kubrick to Argento or Fulci or whoever, whatever Italian fucking director you want to throw in there, um, that was too much of a clash for me like all the like the weird visual colors like i think he had a style and then he started like goofing it up when he started putting in like the colorful shit that's like known or like the that that the italian horror is known for that's just my opinion when i read the book so in the movie, when they play the song, when they play the the Lord's song, and all the women just like fucking stop and like drop what they're doing and start like walking off in a trance. In the book, they explain that all those women that they show in that move in the movie are actually women descendants of the original Salem settlers the ones that like put the witches to death. So the music actually makes them go fucking like homicidal and they go and kill like their men. Like they're like, this is the, the, the witches getting back at the men that killed them. So what they, I mean, there's some visceral stuff that like, is clearly zombie. Like one, one point, like the woman hears it on the radio. They're like having sex while like it's playing and she loses her mind. She fucking kills her husband like while she's still riding him. Like And that's 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 obviously zombie being like, oh, I'm going to be grotesque here. But it was just interesting that that was a fact of like, why are all these women walking around? Like, what's it doing? And then in the movie, they never explain it. In the book, it's explained. Well, th- they do say that the, the women at the end are all the original. That's the only time that they really touch yeah, on it. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't get the fact that like this, mov- this music makes people do things.
0: Yeah. I, it's funny you say that because I remember thinking on this watch of the movie – Man, they could have done a little more with that. There's not a lot in the movie I need more of, per se. Especially the images, I think, are pretty complete. Uh, in fact, sometimes a little excessive. But that part where they all are entranced, I remember thinking, they should do something. It yeah. doesn't have to be a lot. I didn't. I don't need what you described of a woman killing the guy that she's fucking. But for them to do anything, I think would have been a good choice. Well, I think they could have showed them killing in a way they didn't
3: need to go as grotesque. Like I think it would have ruined the flow of the film if they went, if they'd shown that. Like the way the film was shot, if they showed like some woman like riding her husband and just like start fucking hacking him to death. Like Or just, like just show him like, oh, there's a guy sitting there like eating dinner and like the woman goes and grabs a butcher and I fucking stabs him in the throat. Like that would have been enough. Like, oh, she killed him, she like slid. And they don't even need to show, just show him her going like grabbing his head and like getting ready to, and then cut away. Like, oh, he, like all these women are now killing people. I think that would have been great. Um, there was also like subtle, like character differences, like the doctor or the, the psychiatrist the guy- or the guy that like wrote the book on the witches. He's a fucking dick in the book. Like he's an, a- he's really arrogant and I liked when they kill him. Like I thought that that was, I think watching the movie, like, yeah, that you were supposed to play on the sympathy, like, man, they're killing this guy. I was just trying to, uh, that's because you said you liked Halloween too. Oh, shit. Um, but the, uh, I, I liked, I liked that you for a split second, you're like, man, I, I liked that these witches got this fucking. egomaniac and that like and then you're like wait a minute i'm not supposed to share like i like the way the book like for one second you like give up your morals and you're like all right i'm with the witches i'm always on the side of satan i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) but and, and then the ending was different the ending for me i read and i was like what the fuck because at the end it's kind of like the easiest way to describe it's like an it's an orgy like with them just like tearing each other apart, like including Sherry moon. Like there's like, they're up on that stage. There's this like slaughterhouse, like just happening because they're, they're, they're in the music. They're, you know, they're doing this for the devil. They're all like going to get rewarded by like, you know, Satan and whatnot. And just the way it was written, I was like, this is going to like fuck people's mind when they show the scene. And it, they half showed it, but she like gave birth to that f- tentacle thing. And then she was, you know, the, the, that the horror of babylon which is which i never even thought about that until like ten, you said it but um two different endings and i thought the ending in the book was much more effective like the ending in the book was like had me like making faces at it like the way it was described and i would have much went so knowing what i knew going into the film knowing that there was this other story which is what zombie really wanted to do I was I was way I was way Yeah, more I'm assuming right? there was
0: budgetary concerns for some of that stuff. Or well,
3: what? not even. He said like he he when he pitched the idea, they were like, you can't do that. Like like <laughs> like 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 the like the woman ha- like killing her husband. She, they like the studio was like, no, you like you can't do that. And then the the ending, they were like, we don't like they didn't like that ending. They were like that's going to be too violent for a movie that th- I think they told him it didn't make sense. In the book it makes sense because the rest of the book is violent with those particular scenes and the, this one it's but I I had an expectations because I read the book and I like the book. It's not written great, but I like the story of the book. When I saw the movie, I was like eh. but I will say it's his best I think it's his m- most complete movie. He yeah. has he has a he has a central idea that he focuses on. It doesn't go, crit, it doesn't go like off the rails like too much, um, if at all, really. Um, but I just, I was, when I watched it, I was bored. And when I watched it again, when I was like, God damn it. Like when, as soon as I was done, I was like, Sigh. I'm never getting that hour and a half back. I
1: hated like, this movie when I first saw it, but then I'm like stuck in my head and I was like, that's the sign.
0: That and Creep. With two movies I watched, I hated when I watched it, but then the more... I th-
1: they stuck in me so
4: i was like oh i guess i like
0: it." I, I do think i wonder if there's a difference here john that i didn't realize before which is that you don't like italian horror
2: yeah you don't like uh suspiria no
3: no Oh. so like, I like so not that i i shouldn't say that i don't li- like i like suspiria i can watch um obviously zombies like i, I like zombie uh but I don't, I don't dig like I've I've watched the other ones. what the hell I've watched all three of like the Susperia movies like the Argento yeah flex. Inferno and the, yeah uh, and uh, I mean he, I think yeah I think he got worse as he went along like I think Argento kind of lost it like later I mean
0: His, I, I I actually like Inferno but I do feel like Phenomena is the last Argento movie I really can get into yeah maybe Ten is Tenebrae <laughs> post Phenomena uh. And no, even I is not so. great. I mean, we talked about it on, on an episode. I like, like Tenebrae. We, we talked about that on the opera episode, didn't we? Oh, you're right. Yeah, opera, yeah. fucking us. arm scene, man. Yeah. It's great. But the the thing is, is I do think Argento falls off over... I, I think that's very fair. But I think, for me, something about Suspiria is like kind of perfect. Oh, so yeah. I, maybe that's why I like Lord of, Lords of Salem, like, is that it hits those notes that I like. Yeah. And again, like... And I love Ken Russell films. I mean, we just did that Cinebugs episode of Ken Russell. But for whatever reason, when you said parts of it don't fit, for me, it's not the color scheme parts that reminded me of Argento. It was the weirdo, Lair of the White Worm, Ken Russell stuff that isn't bad. And, and if he wants to make a movie like that, that's fine. I felt like in this movie, it was like, it felt like a music video to me. And, I, and it didn't really click the way. That- okay, we experienced some technical difficulties
1: there. The batteries died. The batteries died. So we had to get new batteries. We were just wrapping up. Lords of Sound, though, we liked it overall. I
0: I mean, I I appreciate Ren's critique. Yeah. Because uh, if if, uh, this is the issue, whenever you have something uh, that's based off a book, anyway, is that like the book sells you something, and you kind of want to see that, but it's even more annoying knowing that he wrote or co-wrote the book. So it's. You kind of feel like that's maybe what he wanted to it's do. It's like
1: Jurassic Park when John Hammond lives in the movie.
0: Okay. I know. just, I just don't. in
2: general has like... John Hammond's like a huge dick. In He's movie. an asshole. He sucks. Yeah. He's not lovable grandpa at all. Yeah. Doesn't the girl get eaten too? I Doesn't she get eaten by Oh my the God. Copies? Can we talk about 31? All right. Yeah. Let's talk about oh. 31. No, Jesus. I don't know. What are you talking this about? this in like
1: six Anyway. So we're going to talk about 31 because I'm fucking tired of talking about Rob Zombie movies. 31 is an unwatchable pile of shit Except for Richard Brake And that's all I really have to say about that Sherry Moon Zombie goes back to being fucking terrible The fucking horrible folksy colloquialisms Come back It's awful It's literally he went back He, he, he started to get something And then he went back The only interesting idea about this movie that I really liked Was the scene where The, the chainsaw clowns They kill them That's another thing They kill these people way too easily These people die way too fucking easily The scene where they kill the one chainsaw guy, but they they push him on top of the what you might call the chainsaw, and he gets chopped up. And then the other guy, he's like, he's like begging for his life. Like the the clown is like begging for his life, and he's like, you can't kill me. Like they're using me too. I'm just like you. Like they'll kill me if I don't kill you people. And then the guy's like, nothing personal, man. Sorry. And he cuts his head off. That could have been really interesting if they just kind of explored the fact that what if they were just using like, because then later when they fight when um the fucking Big Lebowski, ah, fuck you, big tall German guy yeah. a- and Elizabeth Daly, when they go after him and they're like, the two of them, they're displaying actual affection for each other. Like when when they're about to kill the one, like they use leverage over that by by threatening to kill her and he's like, no, don't hurt her. And then they kill him and she's like screaming and then they kill her. But that meant nothing because they didn't explore any of that anymore because... It's Rob Zombie. Why would he fucking? I I honestly don't. I don't remember any of this
2: because <laughs> I saw I watched this movie in October. Liam never saw it, and I didn't. I don't. It blame is him. literally like this movie is Rob
3: Zombie's trying to make the Running Man. Like, it was. That's,
2: that's all it is. What do you think?
3: So I don't like it. Uh, there's a few. There were elements I did like, but overall the movie sucks. Yeah. Uh, but when we were saying when the power went out, my my feelings changed for watching the Q and a with him after the fathom event for, you know, for those who are listening, it didn't realize it like two weeks before the movie came out. They had a special one night showing that had included two music videos before the movie, then the movie itself. And then afterwards they had a Q and a from some fucking fest that he showed the movie. It was like, it was really early on. There was no reviews. Like, I don't even think rotten tomatoes put reviews up until like the fucking day before the, the movie came out. Um, so it was early and someone was asking him about how he felt about the film and he basically sold it out right there. Like before Before he had a chance to have his audience come out and say, yeah, this movie is the fucking greatest movie ever came out. Like he was like, yeah, it's not my best work. And he basically said that he made it because he was trying to pitch the idea for the grocery Bullies. The studio wanted another horror movie. He didn't have a horror movie. He kind of vaguely... Somewhat had the concept of thirty one in his head, but nothing like concrete. He never flushed it out, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead, do that." So he fucking made this movie. They filmed it in three weeks. So a lot of the elements that you just described, where they never flush out any they of it, like, they probably didn't. He, have... he he probably didn't even get a chance to think about yeah. that because he just needed to put out this movie as fast as possible in hopes that he would they would do well enough, like just on his name alone and he could get this money this the money to finally do this fucking flyers movie he's been wanting to do for like half a decade. Um what I did like now that the movie's out I was like okay on 3 weeks notice he he kind of made a somewhat decent movie because if anyone if you if, if 3 weeks of filming and a sh- really short amount of time to come up with a movie on the fly like I couldn't do it. I couldn't come up with half of what he did with no, 31. No. Like I don't have that ability to to make. So for that I give him credit. I'm like you did it on like nothing. He crowdfunded it. Um, I don't know. I don't think he crowdfunded at all. I think the studio gave him some money and he crowdfunded the rest to make the the movie that he wanted to make. Um, But for for all of that, I'm like, okay, I I feel a little sympathetic towards him and the movie. That being said, the movie's, Really bad, with the exception of I laughed my ass off at the little Nazi midget. I thought that I was funny. I hated him. Oh my god! So no, like he he was so over the top and crazy. The fact that he was a Nazi midget that spoke Spanish, like made me laugh. I saw an interview with that guy though, and he thought that was like he thought he was like
1: hot shit for doing his dialogue in Spanish, and I was like, dude, it didn't bring anything macabre or extra to the movie.
3: No, but
2: because like, he's small.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe litter, maybe it's just maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe it's me just being a piece of shit and being like, aha, midget with a Nazi symbol, like yelling in Spanish, like this is fucked up funny. Like it's not supposed to be funny, but I'm laughing yeah, at yeah. it. Like that maybe that's the only reason. Um Richard Brake I mean, was awesome. Amazing. That might have that might have been that's uh, no, I'm gonna go on record and say that's his that's Rob Zombie's best character. Yes. I wish he, and it has nothing I wish to do with that was
2: in the
1: whole movie. I wish the
2: movie yeah, was just about doom him. him. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. He was so fucked. The scene where he's like psyching himself up when he like walks in and he's got the jacket he's like gentlemen take the de- take the night off and he's like kind of still like a normal person and then he's like looking in the mirror saying i am not crazy i'm in control and he starts punching himself in the mouth like He's got a great face. And he's, I
3: think his dialogue... Like, he has... Like, it's Rob Zombie crazy dialogue, but he delivers it in such a menacing way. That he
1: sounds like a crazy person making yeah. shit up. That's yeah. how I felt. Like, it sounds like... Sound I could like, say that dude could play the Joker. Yes. The, yeah. Especially like, the end when he's standing he on the road with the... He looks like a horse smiling. Yeah.
3: Like, oh my God,
1: he was so good.
3: So Can he I, was awesome... And because I have, like, a secret crush on EG Daily, mm. like, her running around as, like, a fucking cyber goth with, like, tape over her nipples. I was like, I'm going to have sex with you. Yeah, but so, the scene so- where she
1: was screaming, it was weird because it just sounded like Tommy yes, Pickles Yes,
3: I was screaming. just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? you just <laughs> you know, There's something about her that I kept have sex with her and she could moan in Tommy Pickles' voice and I would oh, be like Oh, all right. so, <laughs> I'm not, I'm, you know... Yeah. She is hot though. She's yeah. hot. But like and that's the thing like I could probably like pass it off and be like ah whatever. She's like 50 too. Is yeah, but she, she's she's, a hot where she's talking to world.
1: Jeff Daniel Phillips in the beginning and she's like I'm good at fitting in tight spaces and he's like so am I. I'm like ooh hello like go on Mr. Daniel Phillips like
3: No, but she <laughs> like that's <laughs> But that's but that that's my like <laughs> that's, even with my even with my exaggeration. That is my uh, they're my three points that I like, took the, from the yeah, movie. But the
1: rest of the movie was just, I think this is the archetypical Rob Zombie film in the sense that it's full of like, like the scene where she's talking to that old man and she's like, you like this pussy old man? You want to touch me? Like, It's so like, oh my God. And then like,
0: that I, w- actually, I wish somebody would write a script for Rob Zombie. Well, that was, that was going to be my like,
3: summation for the end is that Rob Zombie needs to stop writing his own yes. films. Let someone give him an idea and if someone comes to him with an idea, I think if someone came to him with the idea of, third, like if someone wrote 31 it would have been better if he didn't have his hands on it i think every one of his movies would have been better like i like the idea of house of a thousand Course. i love the idea of devil's rejects i the halloween's already been done so we'll knock them off the table um the lords of salem and 31 like they all have good ideas he fucks it up when he starts when he so, writes it why so, doesn't he just take a like a script writing class well, or here, something so here's it like s- He did now. I don't know how much you paid attention to it. He did direct a episode of CSI Miami. I heard that. Which my mom probably saw it. Sherry Moon Moon was in it. She was of course. Of course. No, but no, but she she was. She was like one of the victims, like or like someone that they questioned. She wasn't like a major role, but she was in it, and. I until I saw her in the in the mo- in the the episode I didn't know that it was Rob Zombie directing like he didn't this is a professional production that has legit actors legit screenwriters writing this show Rob Zombie comes in to do the like fucked up episode and just like Tarantino did the uh, the CSI in Vegas yeah, yeah, yeah. so Zombie does the 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 messed up episode on CSI Miami and everything was fine and i'm like this is now granted it's only a a half hour long episode but at no point did he's like rob zombie it yeah yeah. and like fuck it up like you could like if you took the credits out and like replace sherry moon you would have had no idea that rob zombie directed that like sherry moon was like the giveaway that he did it
0: i I, and i think that works with what i'm saying like and, and i think what we all kind of feel is like I think he has talent visually. Yes, undeniably. But every single one of his movies, he's got to be the script he's, guy he's, and it doesn't work for he, him. He,
1: he's kind of like, and I'm. this is going to sound like I'm making a joke at first, he's sort of like the H.P. Lovecraft of making movies in a sense that he has a lot of great ideas and he knows what looks good visually, but when it comes to creating dialogue and making people sound like people, he fails miserably because he has no idea how people actually talk. I also think he kind of wants to be the
2: Quentin Tarantino of horror in the sense that he kind of has, he tries to come up with his own like slick, slick lingo and stuff like that, and he and he has this like banter that just like is just you're, you leave every scene that he has those banter scene just like
1: what the it doesn't fuck work. just happened? The dialogue, they it's, it's, it like doesn't that? work. There's too much dialogue. It just doesn't work.
0: I think the 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 actual uh, I didn't see thirty one, but um, the sort of solidification of some of the problems I have with him is actually in that weird cartoon
1: in the sense of... um, Was that The Haunted World of El Superbisto?
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, Which I did manage to watch. And a lot of the cartoon is filled with visual references to horror movies Okay. as jokes. His own movies too. Yeah, yeah. Classic horror movies. And I think sometimes he's so beholden to... Reference culture in the sense of like what makes his movies valuable is his ability to pay homage or make reference to or borrow from or even like mention things that he gets in his own way. And the thing about El Superbisto is not very good, but um, (laughs) but there's these it's constantly there. These jokes, jokes about horror movies, horror movies, horror movies. And I kind of wonder if he did. I I think someone else would probably have to touch up his script because I guarantee the Broad Street Bully script is a mess. But if someone else touched up his script and he finally made a movie that wasn't so laden down with all his concerns with all these other horror things, yeah, yeah, if it might actually be really great, he might actually nail it because he could get out of his own... I, I mean, unfortunately, if it's his script, there might be so many le- references to hockey in the script. He would do the same thing maybe to hockey that he does to horror, yeah. where he sort of gets in his own way with that. But if someone else touched it up, maybe he could make a movie that... like really showed what he has does have, which is at this point a good eye and a good visual style. Yeah. That like when it is just there on its own isn't isn't a bad thing. It actually works okay. Yeah, he he definitely has like I mean he did he did production design for Pee Wee's Playhouse.
1: Like he has an eye for the surreal. He knows he has an eye for stuff that looks good. And I I think that Lords of Salem's you know, it it, it kind of and even some of his other movies, he has an eye for cinematography. He doesn't have like his movies never look flat. You can't say that about that. But it's just again, he doesn't he, he I, I don't think he really captures human interaction all that well. And I maybe that's maybe that's a little too lofty, but I think that's what creates great horror movies. And unless he just wants to keep making like um run of the mill horror movies, he is gonna have to have someone uh Talk about a script. Hey, you just want to do a, a wrap it up? Can we wrap it up? We, we can wrap it. Talk up. about yeah, Rob Zombie yeah. for a long time. So thanks for listening. Thank you, John's Martello and Ren for coming up and hanging out. Um, you guys, I know you do. Bottom feeder still going on?
3: Uh, right. We're on hiatus. Hiatus, guys. Probably, probably done. But that's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. What yes. about you? What are you doing? Dead is dead. Is dead Is de- is
1: dead de- again? Still back? <laughs> are they back yet? <laughs> no. Okay
2: uh i'm doing a, a band called dream swell oh um t- i'm taking my 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 hardcore days and and now, now it's time for me to go into my you know it's my shoegaze cool days uh but you know we're not we haven't really recorded anything we play with josh's band
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. how's that it was good yeah it was that's fun cool
1: you like this you know yeah. So, I'm into that. So thank you guys so much for coming on the show and, and hanging out with us and shooting the shit. Uh, John, I know you have a drive back to, Del- back to near Delaware, so I'm sorry for keeping you so late. Um, guys, we have... It's all for the calls. We ha- I like that. Yeah, for the calls. <laughs> I man. like that. We have... Uh, for, the, for the culture.
3: <laughs> I actually just came for the vegan treats. Yeah.
1: yeah that was pretty cool. So uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Download, download, Download. And if you write us a five star review, which some people haven't sent me emails, write us a five star review. Send us an email at theharbiz at gmail with the review and your mailing address, and I'll send you some stickers and pins and stuff like that. Ooh,
2: I think I'm going to do that.
3: You should do that. Thank I'm you gonna very much. do that. And I hope no one took my fucking Tommy Pickles uh, gross joke too <laughs> too seriously. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fucking. No, listen, yeah. dude.
2: I'm not judging here. <laughs> yeah.
3: man. I'm not.
0: I'm not. I'm not a. Prude. <laughs> that was just
3: me trying to get a reaction. Yeah, yeah dude.
4: Like but but E. G. Jelly it's is, is fucking script,
0: hot. Yeah. So no one's going to know because no one is going to make it through two hours of Rob Zobby Just shut up. Shut up. So thank you for listening. And
1: uh, thank you, Chris Reject and LVAC for your stuff. <sighs> it pains me every time I say that. Jesus Christ. It's like pulling a <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Chris Reject is not straight edge. Chris Reject is not straight edge. Good for him. I just want to put... <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut <laughs> the fuck up. We bring you into our secret z- space z- and you... z, z-, z partake and. In- he the, the probably doobage? sure yeah,
0: you know what yes what he does i really do want to record some time with uh martello and josh high yes and i'm Yo, not and I, I just try to keep them on top can i
2: say though that i um convinced him i'm pretty sure because i was drunk at that show i'm pretty sure i'm the one who convinced him to go see dr strange high oh yeah. i know you guys talked about it on that he episode. was
0: high yeah
2: it was, it, was a good, issue. it was a good choice because I think because we were talking at that show and he
0: was like he's like because he's fairly new to it right so I I think smoking? he's officially off oh yeah okay I think he had another incident where he was quite high and it was awkward oh, okay and It happens he decided
2: to take a break uh, then, well I was like yo you should see it
0: high dude he was stoked on that that was not a negative experience yeah, for him seeing movie stoned is uh it's good it's a good time yeah I'll take your word for it.
2: Straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a plant, man. <laughs> okay. It grows out of the ground, <laughs> so, man. It's, in the same, it's a, related to a regular, You, could not, have, you could
0: not have sounded more uptight than that <laughs> moment when you are like,
1: I'll take your fucking word for it.
0: All right. All right. All right, we should finish. Yeah.
1: All right, guys. So thanks for listening. Rate, right review, subscribe. Download, download, download. Tell your friends. Uh, and like I said, give us a good review. We'll send you cool shit. Stay tuned. We have a really cool episode coming up. You're going to hear me fucking melt down about aliens. That should be fun because... Who doesn't like listening to a crazy person talk about aliens? Uh, Guys, thank you for coming on the episode.
3: Thanks for having me. Drive safely back to... Bring me back for a Stephen King episode. You better fucking believe it.
1: You mean Maximum Overdrive? Yes. Ooh. We'll do that in September when the remake of it comes out and we can talk about the remake. Is there a... We gotta stop. Yeah. So, all right, guys. (laughs) Have a good night. Be safe and stay creepy. Ooh. Ooh.